is the morning sickness. Hi there, my name's John. It's 545. There's my friend Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo hanging around here somewhere. We are off and running uh, another week here in Paradise. We want to work for another Monday for a couple weeks because uh, it's already Memorial Day. This is the big buildup. We're almost uh, we're almost there. Amazing. It means it's officially summer, which means a lot of people out there right now are uh, dealing with that strange entity laying in the bed till 1, 2 in the afternoon now, every single day, not doing a goddamn thing, and that is your child. It's summertime, and now's the time in which their lumpy, lumpy, strange bodies just lay around the house all the time, and you realize how much you need the school system to babysit your child for the hours of, just to keep them tolerable. You need them gone for at least 8 to 10 hours a day, at least. You're scanning summer camps and... All sorts of things. Summers, I, I don't know how my parents, I you probably did summer camps. You probably went down like the line of, did you go to camps? I did go to a couple, but there was a period of. Because you were the third kid, minute. so there had to be, your parents and had to be In high school, like, went to a couple of sports camps. They wanted, they wanted you gone. So I guarantee you by the third kid, you didn't have to go, you're an only child. Yeah, no. I didn't either. Too I, I don't know how my parents did it. They kept us in the I think my dad did it just so he didn't have to mow the grass. Every day I had to do some sort of yard work. So I was just, it was Dan Camp. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? You're going to sleep all goddamn day? No. But I was. And then, uh, yeah, it was just, I don't know how you do it. So, yeah, camps are the thing that I've always thought. I always thought, I, even when I was a kid, I'm like, oh, you're going to camp? Your parents don't want you this summer? I thought it was a an immediate kick him out kind of thing. I never got to go. I kind of maybe regret it, but because all the stories I hear of the, it's just basically nobody comes back going how much they learned at camp or whatever. It's who they got to make out with or throw fingers and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I remember one kid came back from eighth grade, seventh grade, into eighth grade, and he had gone to uh, some weird camp in Payson for two weeks and evidently got tugged by a girl a couple of times while he was up there. She gave him some tugs. Nice. And uh, she didn't come back to school. We couldn't figure out why, but her parents kind of found out about it and realized that they had a whore on their hands and had to dump her into some sort of specialty school. Like, can't be in public school. This girl likes to jerk too much. So Whore's anonymous? Right. They had to put her in there with her religious... You know, if she's going to do this, she has to do it with boys who believe in the same God as her. She can't go off, you know, jerking off some Jew or heathen or something like that. It would be against God, so... We didn't do much because we camped a lot. And then we'd have a big, usually a summer vacation. And that kind of a, yeah, the yeah. family. But I guess I made up for lost time because in college, I, w- I was a camp counselor for three summers. You went back to try to get tugged as a teenage uh, supervisor. It's pretty it was smart. Friday the 13th situation yeah. was great on, on a lake. And did you have balls uh, over here? Inner yeah. council. Now, was that the same as the movie? Did, relating. Did all the counselors have sex except you? I'm guessing you didn't. Probably partake, but um, if we talk to the other counselors, would their story be it was a sex romp? Mm, or were you not noticing? My guess is no, you didn't we notice. Were, there, there's messing around going on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sounded very grandmotherly, but you were not partake, partaking in that. No, I, I uh, hooked up with some counselors. All right, but the whole you know. Mm-hmm. No, no, usually you know one kissing. or two a summer. The like, long summer, but the know. full pull. You're not. You're not saying you. You did the full Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, no, no, no. I did not. Um, You'd have been the one. Deals. Jason didn't kill because he hated yeah. teenage sex. Yeah. Like you would have been the one. He's like, this guy's not doing what I don't like. And not right. that I. Yeah. Jason yeah, was I a guess prude. So. 
Yeah, pretty much. That's all Jason was. Yeah. Just a bitch because he couldn't His get laid. His mom ruined him. Jealous. Yeah. yeah, it's mothers ruined things. That's what they do. Anyway, camp was always for the one. Yeah, but that one girl, I think her name was Charlotte, wasn't allowed to come back to school anymore because her parents found out she was jerking the guy at the camp. That's all I ever remember of camp. Any kid that went to camp came back with a story of a girl that they snuck off with or some sort of... I think it's actually designed to get a girl pregnant. I don't think camps feel comfortable uh, that their summers were a success unless they at least have one or two pregnant girls at the end. Because I don't know what else you do. You learn archery. Never going to use that unless you're a lunatic. Uh, yeah, you don't you know, picking up leaves and stuff. So... It's all about getting a girl pregnant. Got to figure out which one. Maybe it's maybe it's just, and we never figured this out, a uh, horror, um, you know, like reveal party. Like you find out which girls are going to be sluts, and then you come back and tell the parents, well, your daughter did two hand jobs at a, at a beach. Uh, you got to get her into a private school. She's, she was horrible up here. It's a rookie number. Yeah, yeah, so you never get those up. She wouldn't go all the way, so that's your daughter. Maybe it was a horror reveal situation, because I don't know what kind of skills you learn in camp or why you do it other than your parents just don't want you for a week or so. I remember Jill downstairs sent her kids to camp last year, and it was like, there might as well have been a one-man band and a show and, like, fireworks. I get to take him to camp. I'm like, how long has he gone? Eight days. She's running around there. I'm like, this is like, you're so happy. We won't be at the house. We don't have to see him for a week. Don't get me wrong. I love him. But But I don't need him at the house every day. The ones that are amazing are the ones they drop him off for four to six weeks. That's the ones where you really hate your kids. They're, you're not I, again. I don't know what you're teaching them in the woods in summertime for four weeks outside of. All right, find out who the whores are. This is how you learn. This is whore training, son. You see how many handies you can get, and then also you see if your kids, a, a, you know, if the boy is any good at pulling wool. How was it? Did you meet anybody? Uh, no. Ah, I got one of those twink. twink boys. Best friends for life. <laughs> This is Brian. He's my new best friend, Dad. Oh, no. <laughs> you guys didn't uh, tug each other or experiment or anything, did you? Oh, come on. A little. I wonder what camp's like now with all the boys in dresses and gender fluidity and all that stuff. Jeez, it's got to be crazy. What camp you got? Boys' side, girls' side. How do you handle that now? Which cabin do the middle ones go to? Yeah, I don't know if they run into that. Sure they do. They're running into whatever. Sure Why wouldn't now. they? Why would they be immune to it? Uh, don't allow it. <laughs> they, just, they just tell them, oh, come on, put your pants You're on, You're not going to see it. I don't think too much of it like the church yeah. camps. Church camps probably. Well, they've had gay their whole times. So they're they're called yeah. church counselors. And, oh, yeah, they're the ones that you're inviting your kids to learn to be gay at those. Yeah, I wonder about gender fluid transitioning <laughs> kids up at camp. Oh, of course, then again. Those are the parents are never going to let their kids out of their sight. It's crazy. I'll tell you, today, uh, maybe, I may be single after today. Uh-oh. I have. Yeah, oh, you know, what there, there's a rule. Nothing's happened oh, yet, okay, Brady. Yeah. There's a rule that I told Brett before. Yeah. There's a rule at the house today. It's just a test. It's not even a test. It's just to let's see where we are. Let's, let's, see, let's see where we go here. Because I have a feeling. I'm a feeling I'm going to be with Cordell and Cordell sometime around 4 this afternoon. I cleaned the garage yesterday, and I mean cleaned it. And if it was on the floor, there was a chance it was getting tossed. If it was on the floor and it had meaning, I was putting it in the hallway outside of the garage in the house. Bringing the things in that are like, all right, this evidently had intention at one point, and then just got stuck in the garage, vortex of I'll do it later. 
So uh, inside this wall, or on this wall, which I was clearing out the walls. The walls don't need to have stuff stacked against them. It's just getting weird in there. I picked up a box that had four shoe boxes in it. Opened uh, every shoe box. There's shoes in there. Tags on the shoes. Tags on the box. Big box. Okay. These are not things to throw away. These are brand new shoes. I'll put these in the hole. Next thing was a uh, red light um, mask. And it makes it looks like a hockey mask that has infrared red lights in it. it. Didn't look cheap, but it didn't look expensive. But didn't look like something you could throw it. Put that in the hole. A bag of clothes, tags on all the clothes in the in big trash bag that goes in the hallway. So now the hallway's kind of filling up. Looks like the garage used to. Another bag of clothes. I'm like, there's another bag of clothes here. This is crazy. A lamp from 2013 in a full size. Three and a half foot box that has never been opened. <laughs> I had to open it yesterday to find out what was in there, but the date on the side said delivery date eight, like fifteen, twelve. So even the, even giving the benefit of the doubt that somebody screwed up the years, it was either the twelfth of August or the fifteenth of August in two thousand twelve or two thousand fifteen. Either way, we're looking at eleven or eight box was never open. Also written on the side of the box was the word Rick. We have a friend named Rick that may have said, I'll take your spare lamps at one point. I didn't know it was a lamp. I opened it up, see a lamp inside. I'm like, closing that hallway. Did you call Rick and tell him to get his ass out uh, of your garage? If Rick, if you're listening, yeah, we've got your lamp, evidently. <laughs> 12 years old. but uh, And then uh, a few other things that went in there. I'm like, alright, got to take care of this. Uh, I go over and said, uh, all right, garage is spotless. I mean, this is a good job. I did a good job today. And I said, but there's a, a bunch of stuff over here. And I showed her that this needs to be dealt with. This was... Uh, oh, yeah, those are the things that I wanted to take to Goodwill, and I was going to give that to Becky's kids, and I was going to... Okay. Anyway, it was a three-and-a-half-foot box with a lamp, and it's never been opened. I don't know what that is, so... Yeah, okay, well, that has to go. That's a- All right, we've got plans for everything. I don't care what the plans are, but... Uh, Let's just t- let's just handle this. This was a long day. I heard her say later in the evening. I'll put them back in the garage tomorrow, so we don't have them in the house. Oh, oh the f- we will put them back in the garage tomorrow. <laughs> if they're back in the garage, that's it. I'm done. I'm out. That's it. I'm out. Hello, Seattle. I'm listening. I swear. And I even said she goes. We'll just get those in the, and I'll put them in the garage, and I'll remind myself. I'm like, oh no 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 no. That was the vortex of hell they were in before that never, ever got dealt with. The garage thing. I'm just as guilty. I had a lot of sports stuff and silly things in there, and I... Gone now. Gone now. But I swear to God, if those are back in the garage, there'll be a single lady wandering around wondering what happened with a box of shoes and a lamp on the side of the road. I swear to God, she'll be on the road. Selling a lamp. It's a nice lamp. 13-year-old lamp. Never seen the light of day, ironically, but it's Every a... an antique. Yeah, my, yeah maybe you take it to the antique roadshow and, wow, it's in such great condition. Where is it? It's been in the garage for the last 13 years, unopened in a box without ever seeing sunlight. Yes, what uh, Rick was? Was the guy that was come over to take it? Or? Didn't care. Don't care. Rick could be the biggest swinging dick on the planet that comes it over. It could be the Rick signal. It, oh, she puts the yeah, lamp right, up, okay, turns it on. Right. If it's a huge light in the sky of Rick's dick, <laughs> and then Rick <laughs> comes over while I'm at work and gives her the high hog all day long, fine. Get the lamp out of my f-ing garage, Either Rick. start working Rick, it yeah. again. Rick, I'm sorry your legs are all wobbly when you're done f-ing her. Fine. Get the lamp out of my garage. 
I'll get that next time I'm here if you don't mind. It's a long time, Rick. Should probably take that garage. He's getting a little upset. Uh, the lamp will stay here until I need a lamp. See, I like to work in the darkness. <laughs> Rick left the lamp again. Just in case you want to start back up. <laughs> yeah, you know. This is another lamp because the, the bulb's getting a little uh, dim on the last Rick lamp. <laughs> I bought you a new lamp. Oh, that's very thoughtful, Rick. Yeah, I swear to God. I just, when I heard the word, I'll put him in the garage. My body, just, from head to toe, just went into this strange weakness of like, oh, this is this is where Dateline husbands come from. This is where murders occur. Because I was outside all day, swamping myself in that stupid garage. My choice needed to be done. But all I asked was that all the stuff that came out didn't go back in. Oh. And I walked by it this morning, and I'm like, all right. There's that stuff. If it's back in the garage, I have to kill someone today, and that's just a f-ing shame because I've worked real hard my whole life not to kill anyone. But this will do it. This will be the end of it. I'll take the shoes back Tuesday, and oh, I don't know. And these shoes—they're out of style too. They're like they're moccasins. <laughs> they're old. They're ancient, like Indian-made. I don't know. There was clogs. They were made of wood, clay shoes. They were forever old, in brand new boxes. No questions. Don't care. Do not put them back in the garage. How do garages get like that? It's insanity. You just made me think about you know some of the boxes that I have. Like, do I um, get rid of all? I still have the pictures from when I was a senior in high school that you know you sign and give. Yeah. Oh, the little, so, yeah, the yeah. little wallets. Have a great <laughs> summer. You're really <laughs> funny. Keep in touch, Debbie. Did you hand those out? I've never once given one of those. We had pictures. a. That, yeah, oh, I know I everybody got them. I always. We had a, Probably the last week of school, you're coming out and um, giving pictures to everybody. Yeah, I, I never. never um, I couldn't participate in that. I found that to be wildly strange to hand out. I've never been comfortable with pictures of me, but like, here you go. Here's a parting gift. It's me. It's another one of me. And it was like people even asking you try to sign the back. And just, I never got why anyone would need a, a picture of me in eighth grade. Here I know. Go. Here's one and for they... you. I never got it. Now it's the. I think there's a. There's still some picture handing out, and then there's uh, yearbook signing. Well, the pictures are now, you know, phones. They shoot them back and forth to each other. But yeah, the yearbook, still taking yearbook signing I got. There was something about that that had some sort of odd nostalgia. I was at a place yesterday. Uh, it's over. A, it's called Valentine. It's a restaurant in like an antique store on 7th Avenue. It's in, a, in the Melrose area. Mm, David Brumstead was there <laughs> handing out buffalo ranches. But uh, I went in there, and I looked. Not only is it there was a foam that's just old stuff. People, it's like people give away, but then they sell it again as vintage stuff. But there's an old foam '98 KUPD logo carved out of like styrofoam in there. Sixty-five bucks for this thing. Whoa, it's made of foam. I'm like this is ridiculous. I think we used to have one of those at the old building. Probably. I don't know what happened. Yeah, to it, I don't well, that, there now it I is. Do know. Yeah. It's at Valentine, if you want it, sixty-five dollars. I'm like, I worked there. <laughs> Dollar tops. Um, and then so, uh, but there are old yearbooks in there from like the 40s and 50s. And it is kind of weird to read all the stuff. Is, but man, the old people back in the day, first off, their handwriting was as, you know, when your grandma wrote you a letter? Yeah. That was like a grandma handwriting. She's had it. Everybody had the same handwriting, grandma handwriting. Back, these are 17, 18 year olds. And everything was, I hope you have an exquisite summer. It's been a wonder getting to know you. And like the thing in arms are like, have a bitch in summer, bro. TLF. <laughs> 
Yeah, some kind of code you got to decipher. Yeah, this was not that. It was like, you are a wonderful friend and always will be. My lady. I cherish our times together, our walks in the park, the cherry-dipped sodas. I'm like, what in the hell is this? I'll meet you at the malt shop this summer. These people are brilliant. Yes, the malt (laughs) shop over on 3rd Avenue. If your father allows you out, I'll get you home before dark. This is a promise to you and the family I cherish so. Marry me, Joanne. It's like, wow, this guy's honor. But all the all the things in a yearbook were great. It made me think of like things we wrote. Get, don't get laid too much yeah. this summer, bro. It's like nobody yeah, wrote that no in problem. 1954. <laughs> I read the first page of the yearbook and I thought the same thing. Like, yeah, hope your fingers don't get pruning finger and bitches all summer, son, Todd. <laughs> Thanks, Linkus. This one's my favorite. May you harvest the pelt yeah. this summer. Maybe in ninth grade. Your deal smell like <laughs> You've been in the backside. All right. <laughs> Later, Dale. Oh, it's Brother Dale signed it. Father Dale? <laughs> uh, he signed my yearbook and asked about anal? Of course he did. Of course he did. Yeah, it was weird, but I never got into, uh, like, even my prom pictures with my prom date in the Jeep. I looked at him. I didn't like him. And I just threw him in the air, and they flew all over the place. And she started getting all weak. So I got those, and I was just thinking, try what am I going to do with Yeah, your little baby pictures of you. You don't need that. Yeah. Maybe one. I think I'm... Were you looking sharp? Just... Feeling good? Collar popped? Uh, you know, you could you could just take <laughs> a picture with your phone. Right, I'm just saying that. Yeah, no, it was flowing a blonde version. mullet. It was nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. I don't think I ever gave yeah. out those little pictures. Me neither. I always I found just, it weird. Yeah. I never wanted one, and I never gave one. Like, a, like if a cute girl wanted to give me a picture of herself, I'd take it. It might have tapered a little bit after. Like, I was in, you know, when I graduated, that was, senior pictures were a, a big deal. To hand like them you, out? You, we, you had to schedule the photographer. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh no, that Do was that. huge. Yeah, we did I that, I think too. it's still that way, but that was the whole thing, you know. I thought it was just for your grandparents and yeah, <laughs> relatives, that, but then you got to get the wallet size one. Yeah. I, I think they're out because... Nobody no cares a wall out of pictures yeah. anymore. Be, do yeah, they still do that? I mean, does Kirby get pictures and all that kind of stuff? Or? She gets, they get pictures. I mean, all digital. All their sports. Yeah, but as you far know, as school goes, does she you get can picture digital, You can keep it as a digital one or, you know, their parents, that st- they still offer packages. They do? Print yeah. your own. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Anyway. Well, all I know, and I found a Porkopolis gift card for a free appetizer, too. Yeah. In my garage search. Still good. Card. I, I emailed you or text yesterday. I said, "Hey, you, uh, you gonna honor this or what's going on here? Was your business? It's card? honored if it Brother opens up. back up. No, 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 no. Nope, nope, nope. Not opens back up. I found it, and I and it's got your name on the front. It's, it's a Brady Bogan business card. Oh, it's business my business card. card, and then on the, back, the back it says app. Give me an appetizer. Yeah, you, it's good at my house. <laughs> you do takeout. Yeah, yeah I, I, Gilbert I'll, together. I'll it's not dining only, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm not doing that." I'm driving all the way to Gilbert for an appetizer. You know how many good appetizers I passed to get to that? My friend Mark, t- uh, Friday, is like, hey, you want to be uh, uh, my cornholing partner Saturday in a uh, all right. tournament? Sure, I'll be in a stupid tournament, get drunk and do whatever. Now, he lives right down the road from me, and he goes, here's the thing. It's in Gilbert. I'm like, out? He's what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm not driving to Gilbert for cornholing. He's like, it's only it's at noon. And I'm like, yeah, I've got to get up at 10 in the morning to go to Gilbert. Nope, not happening. Out. <laughs> off. Go play cornhole somewhere else with your Gilbert friends. Why don't you want to go? Uh, first off, you made me think of Gilbert in a park with cornholing. It's going to just be ravaged by kids and families and nonsense. 
barbecuing, barbecuing, and, all that kind and of, small uh, talking about how hot it's going to get. I'm like, oh no, uh, this is all bad. Weather. This is all bad. Then I realized maybe that wouldn't have been so bad because instead, yesterday, Doug Hopkins came all the way from the East Valley to my neck of the woods and says, "You want to go grab something to eat?" I'm like, sure, we'll have some brunch. So Joy and Megan, Doug and I all gather up, go over to. First, we go to Valentine, the place with the 98 KUPD thing. Go there and have a breakfast. Doug didn't like it, so he threw it up like a college girl, and we had to go eat somewhere else. That's Doug, Come on. Yeah, Doug bulimiated it up. He didn't wow. care for the breakfast. <laughs> What's going on, Doug? I got to go. There's going to hurt my throat and chest. I'll be right back. And he came back, and he goes, I feel great. I'm like, what happened? He goes, I had to throw that up. I didn't care for that. Some of it was stuck in my chest. I'm like, oh, boy. It's turning all red. So we went over a place called Fame. On Central, it's really good, kind of like a little breakfast place. They got some regular food, too. and They serve, you know, full bar, all that, mornings and a little brunch. And the second we Bloodies said, and mimosas? Sure, you have mimosas and bloodies. That's easy. Sangria. I had a Jack and Diet. It was great. So uh, we're sitting there uh, at the table, and Joy uh, goes, oh my, oh, my God. And I'm like, what happened? Like It's like somebody threw bleach in her eyes. Oh, my God. And the dog goes, what's wrong? And she goes, look. The table next to us, as far as you are from me, Brady, aimed right at me, is a woman who is probably five foot three, two twenty-five, in a, a crop top, a crop top, taking pictures of her food. And I'm like, ah, oh, she's she's laughing because she's taking pictures of her food. And George goes, no, that's not it. She's looked down under the table. She was in a skirt that was way too small, and I saw a giant fat <laughs> just ah. blobbing out of this thing. It is. Ten pounds of lab it looking was right at you. Horrifying. Her legs were too big to put together. Ah. So her knees were about a foot and a half apart. And then the thighs were bashed in together and pushing out her big fat oh. blobbing through that thing. So we couldn't tell if she had underwear on or not, or if the line we were seeing was her fat rolls banging into each other or the actual gates of hell. Inside to her ovary department. It's one on the same, actually. Yeah, it was the though. same exact thing. It, it was just awful. And all she was doing was photo. I have pictures of it if you're interested. If you're interested in seeing that, uh, I have them right here. Some delicious photography. I <laughs> I also have a video. Did, I sh- did you see it, Brett? Did you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, what's worse is, look at her top. Like, it's non-existent, too. Oh. Yeah, look underneath there, though. Look under the table. Oh, oh yeah. Those are worse than my videos that I show. Yeah, oh, no, I, I said That's that at table. Life. I'd rather watch Brett's murder videos <laughs> than, than see this in real life. And she kept squirming it around and, like, lifting one leg up and dropping another one. It was just awful. I'm like, yeah, there's no kids in here. But I don't know if I'd rather hang out with kids or that. It was horrible. Horrible. So she had the tuna melt. Yeah. For, uh, right. Yeah, she And Doug just, he was quiet the whole time, just stared and ate his breakfast. Just soup. He ordered soup. He wanted it. <laughs> Man, I've never been so hungry in my life. He kept saying that. I'm like, oh, Hopkins. And if there's ever been, you know, sitting with Doug Hopkins, if there's ever been a time where location mattered most, it was ours. Location, 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 they say in the business of real estate. And we picked the table, that the only table that you could see this, too, because it was up against the wall. The only table anybody could see that lady's labia and ovaries. I think, I don't know if we can put this on, uh, that's not her actual, those are her thighs, right? Because she made them, you don't know, she made them, she made a move, and then we saw that she had black underwear on. 
But what this looks oh, like... It was sucked up in there. It was all oh, jammed man. up in there. It had been uh, devoured by whatever those things are. <laughs> That's her just photographing her hot tuna melt mm. cheese sandwich, whatever that is, oh. just to add more to them. And she's drinking probably a sour... I don't know what she's drinking, but whatever she's putting in her body is just adding to the tonnage that already existed. It was out. Hot day in the old town. She leaving her one-ton dually uh, when she got done eating or what? I mean, <laughs> she is a one-ton oh, dually. And no, uh, I think uh, I think she walked just to get that thing nice Come and sloughed up. Walk. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. She don't walk. <laughs> just to get it all slippery. Oh. Back, back uh, upstairs after she's done. There's got to be some sort of thing we can do when somebody's uh, uh, makes an appearance in public. There has to be a thing that we, like, you know, when somebody's got something stuck in their teeth, we're always too embarrassed to, hey, you got a little green on your teeth. Some people are good about going, you got a little something on your teeth, and nobody really cares. You're grateful. Oh, thank you. I didn't know I had that stuck there. But when you go home and you see that there's a wad of green on your teeth, why didn't anybody say anything? Like, if you. If, I would have sent Megan over there. Oh, no. Or no. Joy. We were thinking about, like, how to handle this. There's no good way to say, excuse me, ma'am, you enjoying your meal? Yeah, it's great. Okay, well, we're not because your is hanging out and we're going to throw up. So if you could close your legs or face a wall or do something. Are you pee shaming now? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yes, I oh. am. I am shaming the larger ladies. It's disgusting to have your... Uh... Now, if my genitals were out, the police would show up. Like, if I'm sitting there... And my my balls are hanging out, and I'm just taking photos of my he's hot ham and cheese. Exposing himself. It's like, my God, this pervert's gonna have. He's gonna rape us all. When a big girl does it, you're like, well, she she can't cross her legs. Well, that's not my problem. I'm trying to enjoy a a cinnamon roll here. Do you know how hard it is to look at a cinnamon roll, and look over and see that cinnamon roll? They're, they're similar in shape and design. Cinnamon rolls. Oh, it was, so it was an interesting, interesting uh, weekend. So Hopkins. Puked at the first restaurant, yeah, but not didn't at that second one. one. Right, he he, he, he wanted to stay longer. We Made couldn't him figure it out. Yeah, looks like oh man. If my mouth didn't have so much bile taste in it, I'd go down there right now. Oh, one more meat. No, oh, yeah, let's get another drink and just hang around here for a little bit. I'm not done staring at the grand. <laughs> oh, it's gross. Yeah, Hopkins liked it. We're all trying oh. to move tables. He's like, no, 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 no. This is rare. You don't get a look at these. This is like the Loch Ness Monster. Just popped its head up. We got to stare at it. He was into it. We were all disgusted. He loved it. Anyway, that was my that was my whole weekend. It was just uh, cleaning the garage and uh, rogue <laughs> sightings. It was just strange all the way around. Stop. Had dinner with Trip on Friday, and then uh, he told me he was golfing with you. Yeah, I'm going with Brady on Sunday. What time? 6.30. In the morning? <laughs> Who wakes up at 5.30 to go golf? You could have been there, John. I could have, and I would have been slaughtering you with golf clubs and uh, whacking you guys in the head. Who gets up at 5.30 on our day off? It's great. No, it's not great. It's dumb. It's elderly behavior. you got to stop this. You're better than me. Oh, if you have to set an alarm on Sunday for something you're not, you got to pay for, that's ridiculous. No, thanks. But, yeah, they, he's like, I think there's an opening. And I'm like, and there's going to stay an opening if I'm the one that has to fill it. I'm not getting up at 5.30 to golf on a Sunday morning. Good Lord. Sundays don't start until, like, 11. That, that, like, 11, maybe. And that's a non-football season Sunday. Otherwise, you got to wake up early for the 10 o'clock. Stuff. You're crazy. Spectacular, John. Awful. 
just dreadful. Guaranteed. And you were with a couple 70-year-old men, so it makes sense. <laughs> it makes no. sense. No. Yeah. No you, Trip, and then two other guys. So there were a couple 70-year-old men in there, because you're acting like an old man. We'll just pop up before the sun and grab that worm. Early bird it. Ugh. Be all done by nine so I can come home from a nappy. It's disgusting. I won't go to Gilbert and you're waking up at 5.30 to go golf with old people. Weird. Make it stop. It is a big day here because today, look at what we start. The morning sickness man cave upgrade. It is brought to you by our friends at Modelo Especial and Prestige Billiards. At 8 in the morning today, you're going to get your chance to win Oh, just a massive, uh, eight, this is huge. Prestige Billiards given an eight-foot pool table. You get a ping-pong table that comes with that. Air hockey table. Cocktail arcade game system that has 516 retro games in one system. A Phantom Prestige 500 barbecue. A mini fridge from Modelo Especial. A $150 gift card so you can fill the fridge. Tables and stools for your friends to sit around and wait their turn when you're playing pool or any of the games. You're going to have an awesome humongous man cave which is phenomenal and at eight o'clock we're going to get you all loaded up so if daily qualifiers every day and everybody who qualifies for the day will win von hansen's meat and spirits uh fifty dollar gift certificate which is great plus two tickets to go see rob zombie at talking stick on september 24th and then on june 16th we'll have five finalists just before father's day hashing it out uh, those five finalists will get a four-pack of tickets to the Diamondbacks and Cubs in September. And then they come in and they compete for the man cave to go into their homes. And Meathead from Prestige will be here. You haven't lived until you stuffed some toys in your house and made your house everything you wanted it to be when you were a teen boy. A man cave. Get rid of that stupid room with the couches you're not allowed to touch. Boo to that. No. Heck, I might have a lot more space in my house. If those goddamn boxes go back in the garage today, there's going to be a see. ton of furniture missing. That whole thing will be an arcade. I'll just put these in there for later. Nope. Nope. I swear to God, if I open my garage door today, and there's anything impeding my beautiful, empty garage. I have to get them. Put them in your car. Leave them in your car forever, then. I don't care. But the lamp has to be... No, the lamp belongs to Rick. I don't know who that is, but Rick's getting the lamp. If your name is Rick and you want a lamp... I got it. You can have it. I don't even know really what it looks like. Could be Rico Blaze. It could be Rick Rico. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even. Maybe it didn't say Rick. Maybe it just said Rico on the side. <laughs> I didn't even. Think. Oh no! <laughs> hey now, who moved my goddamn light? That's your love light, isn't it? That was when I knew that John's wife wanted to go to the policeman's ball. All right. She called it the policeman balls deep. It's a light so bright it shines in the daytime, girl. Mmm. We go blaze. We'll get up in that ass. What time you get off work, homework? Don't worry about it. All your chores at home have been done. Sorry about your dog. Little shampoo will get that off. Sometimes Rico lets loose with the phone gun. Messes up the whole house. I got confused in the bedroom when she said to pet the pussy. So I did that. Your cat's dead. Uh, All right, that's enough. (laughs) It might say Rico on the side. Don't care. The work yesterday was much more important than any sort of emotion or feeling I have for another human being. That stuff goes back into the garage. What's the fan do odds on that? Going to kill someone. 
Uh, that's an even bet. Because it's clogging up a space by the door you have to go into the garage to get to her car. And, and uh, she think. could pick everything up, no problem, and be able to oh, put yeah. it and load it up. Shoebox. Yeah. Like four shoeboxes. They're all in another box. And then two bags. Yeah. I mean, you're talking, I mean, this is nothing like, not like heavy, wet sacks of cement. That'll be the end of it. Get Rick to help her. Rick can help. I'm fine with that. Hire 10 Ricks. Just get it out. It, it was a struggle yesterday to figure out where all this stuff's going to go. Clean. You know, it was, it was also a purge day where you go through the garage and you're like, I got to get rid of some of this stuff. I swear to God, if it's back in that garage, you're going to see me on daily. So that's when John took matters into his own hands. Or did he? They never found the body. There's an extra bag in the garage now. Oh, yeah. There'll be something else in that lamp box. <laughs> the Samsonite woman all folded up in there. I'm not threatening to kill her. I'm promising I'll kill her. I swear <laughs> to God. It's not a threat. Do not put that back in the garage. Please. Uh, it's 618. You got the man cave upgrade coming up in just a little bit. Uh, get ready for that. And hopefully all of you win a giant, super, incredible man cave in your house. And uh, it's going to be awesome. So thanks to Modelo and Prestige Billiards and Meathead over there for helping us out. Pretty awesome stuff. And you guys are going to load your place up. With great things. There's everybody who's ever wanted has always sent a picture back of what they did to that room. They weren't using anyway. It's the best. If you've got a living room, those things are old, dumb. Nobody comes over and has tea and sits in the living room anymore. You do that in the kitchen now. That room is pointless. Turn it into a man cave. It's the best. Uh, it's 619. Give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! From- Radio lose, not my, not to my liking. Uh, it's six forty-three. There, thank you, Alliance. Uh, beautiful Monday, another uh, great week ahead of us here in Paradise. We have it. Some guy just emailed me. Said, "Be careful, Homebird. I cleaned the garage once. <laughs> Cost me eight hundred thousand dollars." Like, huh? He uh, went into the garage and he told her before, "If it's in the garage and it hasn't been used, I'm throwing it out." And he threw out a bunch of her stuff. She said, I didn't think you meant that. It's like you throw a bunch of meaningful childhood memories. And he went through it. And he's like, look, I warned you. You go through it first. She wouldn't go out there. Tossed it. Uh, big fight. Next thing you know, buying my own house. I'm uh, selling things. I'm divorced. Everything else. Garage. The garage can end you. The garage is the purgatory of house. Part of the house was not part of the house. Stuff ends up there. All kind of gets lost in that in-between of do we want it or do we not want it. This dude got divorced over it. Hey, nice job. You did all right for yourself. You're splitting. You got 800 grand out the door after your divorce. Means you did all right. You got killed, too. Cordell and Cordell. Swear to God. It'll be the over. It's the garage. Oh, that garage. Because you just wonder why. Why does it keep happening? Uh, it is time to talk about the thing that everybody's going to be talking about for at least 10 hours. Brittany Griner. Oh, my goodness. A warm welcome back. Oh, was it ever. Now, a uh, big problem before that was that the uh, the girl sons played in Los Angeles earlier in the week, and their coach, after a 20-point loss, her biggest concern was, how come this wasn't a sellout? Brittany Griner's here. How come we didn't sell out? I mean, I don't understand. I'm like, you lost by 20. I know. But the... The road team should have all shown up. 
You lost by 20. I but why wasn't this game a sellout? Didn't you see we have celebrity Brittany Griner? So her priorities are garbage. Uh, last night they lost, or yesterday they lost again here at home. Uh, and their priority was make sure, and Brittany, terrible job. Going on there going, man, what a day, what a day. It was just so meaningful and so wonderful. You lost. We went out there, you know, it just felt good. I put 27 up, and uh, that introduction for me was incredible. The crowd was super loud. That was incredible. You lost. Does anybody want to get to the brass tacks of sports here? You guys keep talking about how you're a sport and how you're a team. You're 0-2, and you suck. Quit talking about how Britney's back. Nobody cares. And guess what? It's going to get even worse. Because the next game, now that the novelty of Britney being back is off, you're going to see that 14,000 people yesterday. At Footprint Center, drop down to again to maybe about seven, and then get down to your average again, which is around three thousand folks. Because you know why? No one wants to watch you play basketball. They were there for the novelty of it all. They were there for Wyclef. They were there to see how the Britney thing got handled, and to their credit, evidently did a nice job handling it. The introduction looked incredible. Uh, they had a big, you know, billboard thing and a, a movie, and the screen was rolling, all this stuff. And there's Britney. She's back. And everybody went nuts, like, oh, our conquering hero has returned. And then everybody has to remember, oh, yeah. She got arrested for all the right reasons. We're celebrating an idiot who was punished a little bit unjustly by a country whose rules we don't control. I don't get the celebration. But what I do love is that the WNBA is pinning their hopes on her being an attraction from city to city, despite the basketball still sucking royally and horribly. The celebration, John, is she's standing for the anthem now. That was a big thing, too. She said, well, and you know what? I give good, I give grace to her for yeah. that because she had her views before. Life throws you curveballs, knocked her all over this earth, literally. And she came back and said, I need to appreciate this place more. So whatever lesson it took for her to learn that, I'm in. I will give her her transgressions in the past with what I disagree yeah. with. She had every right to not stand for the anthem before. I thought she was a fool to not do it. In this nation where, you know, and frankly, her lifestyle gets her thrown in jail in a ton of countries all over the world. Her lifestyle gets her in big trouble, uh, maybe even killed in some places. And she had the nerve to say that America is a problem. Okay. You have that right. But now she stands for the anthem because she recognized, oh, my God, I need to really kind of hold on to this place. This is a pretty awesome patch of land we got here but there you lost two games could you imagine michael jordan was imprisoned michael jordan's dad died he comes back and plays two games people are going to be like you know you lost really badly by 20 points wasn't that awesome he wouldn't be sitting there going this was great this was just great you know he would say a thank you briefly like, thank yeah, you yeah I, I appreciate everybody's support in the matter but problem is we got shellacked out there tonight. We got a lot to work on. And they didn't do that. No, they just, and there were tears and weepy and weepy uh, sports guys on the news. We last didn't give night. you guys what you paid for. Yeah, yeah. You guys showed up. Well, yeah, they did because they paid to watch her get introduced. They didn't care about basketball. I guess so. No one cares about WNBA basketball. But the coach after the thing, mad. How is this not a sellout? Seriously, Los Angeles, how is this not a sellout? How is this not a sellout? I don't know. You know what you're promoting is girls' basketball. No one's ever liked that. You've had 25 years of proof of that. So now there's going to be, I can predict it, even more of an uproar that they're trying. This was worse to me. What they're doing in the WNBA 
is borderline, you know, street uh, crack dealer stuff. It's dirty. It's hookery. Is that they're saying, ooh, it's the Pat Tillman thing with Donald Rumsfeld. We got a chance to sell this tragic situation and make people follow us. Keep that momentum rolling, We got a chance to use Britney Griner and act like everybody should be emotional or you're anti-American. If you don't go to a WNBA game or support the team or the league because the coach was admonishing the road team's crowd for not selling out. Yeah, I mean, I can understand where the coach is coming from. You got Britney who's did what she did and served (laughs) her time. That's right. And then you got the GOAT, Diana Taurasi. She's out there doing whatever she does. You know, if they could just get the whole team arrested and jailed for a year, maybe everybody would go back and be really happy about it. I mean, I was watching sports this morning, and that Richard guy on on Fox 10, he he was basically, he only knew Taurasi and, uh, and Britney's name. Everything yeah. else was, and the guard threw it over to <laughs> Diana Taurasi, who made a three, and then the blonde broad. I the mean, it was blonde. like, yeah. yeah. I just don't think, I don't think it's kosher to sell this situation as your greatest achievement as a sport, because that's what they're doing. This is the best thing you've got as a franchise. This is the best thing you've got to put out there to say, isn't this awesome? Aren't the Mercury awesome? No. You know, it was really awesome. When we had that arms dealer in jail, that was pretty great. I really enjoyed that part of the deal. Oh, wait, we gave that up. So she could go 27-9 and nine against the Sparks. The who? The Sparks, Brady. They're a Los Angeles team. And L.A., how dare you not sell out and fill the Crypto.com arena to watch a drug possession convict go out there and play some basketball. How dare you? Second chance. How dare you not? How dare you not step over all those people sleeping in the streets of Los Angeles with the uh, drug problem to go see a convicted drug uh, possession person? How dare you? Get your priorities straight. Get it right. You're right, Brett. What's wrong with these people? We have a convicted drug peddler on the court with us, and she was in jail for nine months. Now step over some homeless people, Los Angeles. Get your ass down there and know what's right. We have our fingers on the pulse of what the people want, and we know it's not basketball, so it's criminal behavior. Brittany Griner should be, you know what, patted on the back and said, I'm sorry you've been through this. That had to be horrible. Just horrible. I hope you learned your lesson because you were pretty stupid. This shouldn't be a celebration of anything. At all. Other than an American is home. And that is a pat on the back and one one thing going, hey, you went through hell. You got a hell of a book coming up. I'm sure you're going to make a ton of money on the movie. You were an idiot. And the book better be called I Was an Idiot. Because you were an idiot. But boy, are we whitewashing this thing. It has turned into something completely different. The news, the team, telling us as citizens we're bad people for not selling out the arena to go watch her. How about it's just good that she's back here and free? How about that? How about you win a game? How about you put a product on the floor that's worth watching rather than the... And if you noticed, Miss Nygaard, Coach Nygaard, that the entire press afterwards had no interest in your basketball game. They just wanted to talk to Brittany about how she felt. It was about emotions and feelings, and they were all too accommodating. I mean, everything aside, it's it's obvious that 
if that isn't going to sell tickets, nothing is going to sell tickets to the WNBA. (laughs) It is what it is. Exactly. If you can't sell out with this story that you're selling back, you're pushing it on us. Big pictures of Britney, like the BG42, We, you know, all that selling t-shirts, she's home. You got no product on your hands. I liked the WNBA better before when they at least admitted they were just trying to sell us basketball. Now they're taking this thing and trying to make it about that. I want a, I want a group of people to be honest about what happened. How come there's not a ton of me's out there? Saying, yeah, glad she's home. You know she was a moron, right? You know she was the dumbest person alive. And the bigger part of the story everybody keeps forgetting is that Brittany told three different stories when she got caught. I didn't know I had that. I didn't know that was in there. Oh, uh, uh, I didn't know it was illegal. Oh, uh, I, I need it for med. It's my medical stuff. I'm like, wait a minute. You t- two days ago you said you didn't even know you had it, and now it's a daily necessity that you must have to take care of your knees. You're a liar. And I'd have been lying, too. Yeah. I'd have been telling all the tales Russia needed to hear. Like, what, what? no, it's for Met. I would have told every story there was. Because I screwed up, and I'm trying to get out of this pickle. But don't go yelling at us, Diana, or whatever your name is, Miss Nygaard, that it's our fault, you know, that nobody went and saw it. I remember when the girls' soccer, remember when they had that big game and the girl ripped her shirt off in, like, 2000 or 99 or whatever it was, and they won, and they're like, I remember at the interview after and said, well... You're not going to be able to keep kids out of the, off the pitch now. Girls soccer is going to be here to stay in the United States. We're going to have leagues. We're going to do this. They started a league eight months later with the same people, and it folded before the year was out. One Start year. out strong. No, it's a couple games. Yeah. Like yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, we hate uh, America. Hates this game if it's not like with American flags attached. Product it just didn't hold up. We only like it when it's patriotic. We don't want to watch Kansas City FC versus Austin Power. We just don't. We don't care. It's just not a thing we do. Put a flag on it and we'll watch anything. Uh, That's a good point. Corey says, John, are you allowed to call this situation whitewashing? I think you've done something wrong and I don't know what. Yeah, you might be right, Corey. Whitewashing this might be the poor choice of words. But this Griner thing. It took a little pause, and now it's back like, uh, you know, like she was lost at sea or something, or she was injured in a, you know, saving kittens and children from a burning house. It, it, no. She's not a hero. She's absolutely not a hero. And two things can be true at once. I'm glad she's home. I'm glad the ordeal is over. She's not a hero. This is not an act to be celebrated. This is nothing. She screwed up. If anything, she's a cautionary tale of not to be how not to be the dumbest person on the planet if you're traveling abroad. Anyway, I'm off my soapbox about Britney. I hate the WNBA, but I didn't realize I could hate them more. I didn't realize they could step on my toes harder with their lies and their crap. I thought it was enough as I watched the NBA playoffs that I got to sit and watch WNBA players act like they can keep up with NBA players. The Steph Curry and the girl he's in the... And then all the other ones that are, like, in the NBA thing, and they're blocking guys' shots or making guys go, oh, she's too good. That one, you know, Sue Bird one where she's flashing her championship rings and Steph Curry's got his four, and she's got six because she's got two from college. And I'm, I'm just like, take one off, pawn it. They're worth five times more than all six of her rings combined. You're not even. 
Stop pretending. A little aside, there's a program on Netflix that it's this guy that has the largest auction company. Golden is his last name. Mm-hmm. It's a produced show, but he sells all the sports memorabilia. The reason why he's so effective is he, his reach, his platform is worldwide. Huge. There, I've, I've seen like three or four episodes, and not one WNBA <laughs> no, product has been a big uh, sell. Even rookie card. <laughs> rookie card? They have cards? I don't know. Do they? I imagine that the WNBA cards, if they're sold to anyone, the faces get rubbed off pretty fast as the ladies use them to fiddle their beans. There's no other way to, no other use for it. Nope. What happened to your Diana Taurasi card? Well, you know, I rubbed it off against the moist area and her face faded away. <laughs> Michael J. Fox. You got to bring her back to the future. Quit rubbing your cards on your junk. It's just, it's ridiculous. But as a lady just emailed me and said, I hate that I agree with you so much about this. I want to try to support them, but I can't. <laughs> now they have them. The cards? Yeah. Oh my goodness. $25,000? For what? I don't know. It's a, it's a Dinosaur Rossi card, too. Does it come with the Chicago Bulls ring? <laughs> well, oh, it's got to be some special edition with their autograph and oh, stuff. Oh, it's like, like a one. Yeah, like it's still not worth 25 grand. I think there's a reason that's still for sale. Yeah. But. You get the How whole hard would you laugh if you went into a dude's uh, like sports room? And saw that on the wall. You got a Diana Taurasi autograph card. What'd you spend on that? Twenty-five grand. It would like the whole. The whole... <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? You're the dumbest friend I have. <laughs> Without question, the stupidest man I've ever met. Twenty-five grand for any WNBA merch is ridiculous. So those Panini Prism boxes. Uh, it prism. Said prism. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I see what you see. They're at like 129 Well, that's a $20. That's a $16 one. That's for a five-pack. Yeah. But one of them was like 129 95 and in it are two autographed cards. Okay. Still not worth it. Look at what the price of the NBA oh, version billions. of billions. Yeah, but even still, even they overdo it for the NBA guys, too. This is like getting a, you know... Two low-level baseball players inside of a little cube and trying to sell it for a thousand bucks. Like, why is Mike Bilecki ten thousand dollars? You're overdoing it. This is not a thing. I'm not interested. Crazy. Anyway, I didn't think. Here's a Google search: Are WNBA cards worth anything? That, that's actually, <laughs> that actually a Google search. Up yeah. Number two, when you put WNBA cards, are they worth anything? No. No WNBA card is sold for a five-figure purchase price at auction. Well, I hope not. Four figures is pushing it. Yeah, I don't understand any of that. But yeah, I just I hate it. And if I'm and sitting there trying to watch that beautiful Sophie Cunningham has done nothing wrong, play a little WNBA ball and just get a win. Get Sophie a win. Quit worrying about Britney's feelings. She put in 19 minutes yesterday. Sophie? Yep. She's got a bum knee. Got to be careful. Three with her boards, right two assists, two points. Yeah, they got to get her. She's got a bum knee right now, Brady. So she's the only one I'm really. I'd buy her card for ten grand. From her though, would have to. I'd have to. It would be flashing cash. I'm like, oh yeah, I got that. Here you go. Thanks for the card, Sophie. Wow, you seem to be doing all right. Yeah, I'm all right. You know, I got a couple bucks in my pocket. You interested in going to Olive Garden? <laughs> I'll treat you. 
but yeah, I just I, I this is not sport. This is the opposite of sport. This is this is a uh, you know this is Special Olympics stuff when one of them falls down and the rest of them help him up to get him across the line and nobody really cares about wins and losses. You're not playing a sport. You're having a picnic. She's not a hero. I just I'll remind you of that constantly. That woman's not a hero. And questionable. The words I used in that also would be she's not a blank as well. But I can't say. That. <laughs> <coughs> uh, Brett, I thought you would enjoy the. Awesome story on Channel 12 last night where an HOA up there in Silverleaf yeah. was trying to cut down a bunch of sisu trees, and they wouldn't say why. <laughs> we all know why. Your whole neighborhood smells like <laughs> So they have a, a line of them, and they're like, well, it's the, the roots are too aggressive underneath there. They're messing up the sidewalk. Like, no, they're not. The sidewalk's a fun. Oh, it's messing about It's going to, though, someday. And what the problem is is in springtime, the sisu tree smells like a porn factory. Oh. And they have some idiot planted a hundred of them down a row of a street. And they're trying to get rid of them. The H- and all the neighbors who don't live nearby are like, they're beautiful. What are you doing? Don't cut those down. HOA's like, we got to cut these down. It, it smells like Father Dale's underpants on kids' day. <laughs> it, it is just the grossest <laughs> smelling tree of all time. But they've got to cut around. The news, I'm watching the news and they're like, residents complain of the Sisu tree on a regular basis. I'm like, complain about what? Say it out loud. It smells like somebody in my hair all the time. Welcome to Pornhub Acres, where right. you're <laughs> Silverleaf Pornhub. Wow. They just rename it Whiteleaf. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're trying to get rid of those sisu trees, and they're blaming the roots. All trees have roots. Never once have I seen a tree that doesn't have a root next to a sidewalk that's not aggressive. We know what it is. Those trees smell like Rico Blaze just uh, made breakfast in your pan, cooking it up. Serving it to you hot. So there, there's a big debate up there, and I started laughing because so I was like, oh, the sisu tree. Brett always brings up the sisu tree. Because it's the most disgusting. It's so recognizable. It, yeah. Like, you know, I don't even have to see it. I'm like, ooh, sisu tree nearby. Or some dude just <laughs> on me, and I didn't see it. Because <laughs> it is gross. We got into where you don't plan them You're anymore. checking the back of your shirt. Yeah, um, uh-oh. Looks like I've been upon. It was a drive-by Take that. Ah. <laughs> got sisu'd. Anyway, the sisu trees of Silverleaf. I, I understand your plight. We have one in our neighborhood. One. And if you walk up 18th Street, you know where it is. Like, <laughs> we're getting close to that sisu tree, aren't we? Oh, and it's May. It's in its hate. It's in its prime. Oh, oh. Now, Imagine 40 of them. Oh, oh. man. It's like a Lana Rhodes gangbang cleanup style, you know, the last minute. Where she's just sitting there with her mouth open like a baby bird and every just every dude in the room is finishing up. Someone's hanging the sheets out at the Mustang ranch to dry off. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Exactly. What is that? That stinks. That smells fun. And everybody, I was on a walk once to Richardson's and on there, and I heard people go, that's familiar. I just heard this. They walk by the door. Like, <laughs> he doesn't want to tell his wife he knows. It smells like your breath on a Friday. <laughs> Honey, that smells like Rip, Rick, the lamp guy. Anyway, so the Sisu trees are getting cut down on silver wheat. I, I find that to be hysterical. I also had quite a, an interesting moment that I have to debate with you guys. A lady stopped me the other day, and I see her frequently. 
doesn't know me very well, but knows what I do. I don't know that she's a listener. And she came up to me and she said something, and I don't know how to handle this. She said, uh, uh, I just wanted to ask you a couple questions about Bell's palsy. I'm like, what? Okay. And then she said, uh, the recovery isn't easy. My husband just got diagnosed and is having a really tough time. Mentally, is there anything you can do that makes you feel okay knowing that it's going to get better? I went, I know. And I'm like, I don't know. Yes, like she's leaning on me, and then I thought she thinks I have Bell's palsy. Is my face especially <laughs> bad today? <laughs> but I didn't want to say anything mean to I her. I mean, you look like you've recovered. Like I've pretty much. You, you pretty much most of it came back, I guess. Uh, not all of it. She was asking me questions as a Bell's palsy survivor, based on my face. Now we have, I struggled with this. We've had a couple of bits on palsy. Sure, sure. We've done some palsy stuff that didn't make me an expert. A lot of the jokes I make, Sometimes I don't, I don't research. Makes... Well, he must have done a lot of research to know that much. Sure, we've seen palsy. John Heffron had Bell's palsy, and, and he was partially, he was pretty much out of it, but yeah. you could tell. We're both named John. Last name start with H. I don't think anything else is. I don't think she would easily confuse us. And she's known me for a while, at least. Asking me about recovery of Bell's palsy. And I think it's based simply on how my face looks now. I look like a Bell's palsy recovering Bell's palsy person. Maybe she did. Maybe she did hear that interview because he talks about... I mean, it was definitely educational. I think she did it based on looking at me. I think she looked at me and said, well, he's at it. I'll go ask him. How do you... How? I mean, how did you type... Tighten up that droopiness. Oh, I mean, you, most of it. Some get the muscles back. Right? Yeah. And I wanted to say something to her, like, I don't have Bell's palsy. I'm no freak. But How she, close are you answering to answering with palsy? Well, you don't. You now, see, up. that would have been fun. I would have. But again, I was being respectful of the fact that she came up to me very distraught about her husband's Bell's palsy. And now, I'm the expert. I'm like, wait a second. I'm the. You're like St. Holmberg over here. I'm what looking around like, somebody help me out here. He's he's the neighborhood house. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I am not the guy you turn to for anything medical unless I've been through it. Like, I've had people ask me about hip and shoulder surgeries and things like that. And I'll happily answer because clearly you've heard me talk about it or you know. This is a first. Bell's palsy. I don't have Bell's palsy. That's a tough one. That's like asking somebody who's fat when their babies do. I'm not pregnant. Oh. I don't have Bell's palsy. I wanted to tell her that, but I didn't. We should open up a clinic in your backyard. <laughs> palsy Huge. sufferers, like palsy therapy, recovery from palsy. Clearly, I've made it back most of the way. Well, most of the way. Will we get better than you? Probably, I guess. I would assume so. Oh, I suppose. That was rude. Anyway, uh, yeah, she asked me about Bell's palsy. I told Megan, and she's like, that didn't happen. I'm like, it sure did. It sure as Nobody would ask this. I'm like, it sure as you're pretty. You don't understand how life works for ugly people. They people people say things to us. People assume, oh, you've got something wrong with you. Let me ask about it. All she hears is, you look beautiful. I'm fat. And then they complain. They take compliments and make them negative. Yep, that's right. You're disgusting. Now I just say, hey, you look really nice. I don't like my stomach feeling. All right, you're just fat and gross then. Is that what you want me to say? I don't understand. Yeah, lady asked me about Bell's palsy. Horrible. Huh. So next time I see her, 
I'm going in full pauls. I'm gonna droop this. I'm gonna droop this thing down. Drool all over the floor. Sometimes it returns. Tell your husband it's hell. What am I supposed to do? She was really clearly distraught. Wanted to take, wanted to take her husband some info. Then do some weird exercise in front of her, and yeah. it goes away. <laughs> ah, there we go. I'm back. I'm back. Start to get the droops again, like a melting candle. Anyway, how's your uh, how's your big daddy doing? Not so good, but it's good to see you're out and about with the people, considering your situation. You don't ask somebody about their Bell's palsy. Remember that girl here who had Bell's palsy? No one told me. That should have been a memo. I had to go up like Phantom of the Opera and tap her on the shoulder. Hey, what happened? They brought her back to work before she was all recovered. You, 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 were, you were working overnights. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're downstairs. Where did she work? Okay, downstairs. Great girl. Thought the world of her. Nobody said anything. I didn't know. She was gone for a couple of weeks and then showed up again. And I had to just walk up behind her. I'm like, hey, what's going on? She turned around. Like, and her, the whole thing was all I'm like, ah! You got to warn a guy. I was like, who? My lady. Because to me, it was. Don't look, Marion. <laughs> yeah, it was exactly that. It was that moment like, is this. Nobody said anything. So I thought it was happening now. I thought this was the first time she'd, like, should I say, oh, your face! You know, it's been a couple of weeks I've had the party. Like, oh, Jesus Christ, warn us all. Wear a shirt that says I know about this. It's two weeks old. Otherwise, I'm supposed to say something. Or I'm a bad human being. See her, she's got the palsy. I think it's happening as we speak. I didn't say anything just in case it's been on her face for a few days. So let's make that rule that if you see me uh, and your friend wants to ask, I don't wear a little pin that says ask me about palsy recovery. That was rude. But that's the only, I, I kind of pinned it on the idea that maybe she heard the Heffron interview and thought it was me. Heffron Holmberg, John Heffron, John Holmberg. I, it's, a, it's a stretch. It's a push. Yeah, you're really stretching on that yeah, it's a, Well, that's the only thing. Oh, what else could it be? Other than the well, I know. Um, Shut up, Brad. That's all. <laughs> we all know. The, the face actually does kind of look like... If anybody... If you were to describe me on, like... If on a blind date of... So what do you look like? You ever seen somebody who's recovered from Bell's palsy? I suppose. I look like that. <laughs> all right. Half of me is looking sharp. The other half's a little bit paralyzed. And this is where the fillers, Botox... Oh, man. Juice in your face Can't get enough from. of that. I'd, well, no. That was before... I wanted to do that since that Liberace movie. Now, now she's pushed me over the cliff. Now it's like, now I have to. What am I hanging on to? People think I'm a Bell's palsy survivor. Why wouldn't I load this thing full of Botox? I'm getting every needle you can imagine jammed in this thing. I might even get one of those melatonin shots and just do stripes. Anyway, I, just to clear it all up. To the lady, I'm, if you're listening, ma'am, I'm not mad at you. Just in the future, I would be. Just disappointed. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed, buddy. You walk up to somebody and say, hey, not for nothing, do you know or happen to know of anyone who's gotten through Bell's palsy? Even if you think it's me, a little tact would have been nice. You walked right up like I'm the... Should have said your Cindy Crawford uh, facial <laughs> stuff. Beauty. Worked, worked great and works wonders. If I'd have gotten a cut of it, yeah, you know what? I got a couple extra boxes of that. I could sell it myself. There you go. A little multi-level marketing on that. 
You know, I've got the perfect elixir for your husband's drooping face. Cindy Crawford's Meaningful Beauty. This is for his decolletage. What? Trust me. If he ever wears a V-neck t-shirt, he'll thank you. I don't think his decolletage is in trouble. Yours is, ma'am. You look a little rooster-necky down south. Let's get some of that on. Anyway, I have not had or am currently not suffering from Bell's palsy. For those of you confused or have wondered or been afraid to approach. This is just my face. Oh, maybe Batman's right. He said, maybe you misheard her. She said, balls palsy, which you do suffer from. That is true. I do have the droopy beanbag. But how would she know? Maybe it was hanging out of my shorts. My husband also has balls palsy. Have you recovered? How do you go out at night? But I froze. And normally I'm pretty good in those situations. But my insecurities all took over. I'm like, how bad do I look right now that someone's asking me about Bell's palsy? <laughs> how bad? How bad is my face at this at this moment in life? That she stopped doing what she was doing to wander over to me. I gotta quit work for a second and go chat with this gentleman. Are you so okay what will to talk? On the next encounter. Huh? I mean, you're going to uh, run into her. Oh, yeah. I see her at least once a week. Uh, I think I'll bring it up. You know, I never had the old Bell's palsy. Just to see what she does. <laughs> <Here they are. laughs> Let's clear something up here before you start hitting me up for more info. I've never had Bell's palsy. Oh, you you kid. <laughs> of course you have. Human faces, human faces <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> Charlotte, he said he never had Bill's palsy. Oh, this guy with Bill's palsy. Never had it. But well, I must have looked terrible that day. Anyway, so yeah, I have to see her again later this week, in fact. I don't think I will go up to her and say, huh, you might have heard me talking about this on the air, but uh, never had Bill's palsy. Hope your husband gets better. <laughs> I hope you get it. <laughs> what if she came wow. back around and said, "I'm sorry, I did get you uh, confused with John Efron." Efron. But that's now. See, I now have another question for yeah, you. And now it's covered. The transition. How hard <laughs> well, was nobody. It? See, now that's a stretch, Freddie. <laughs> nobody thinks I'm transitioned. <laughs> this would be a successful transition, not to woman, but if I look like this as a woman and became a man, they'd be like, "You made the right choice." No woman should walk around with Bell's palsy face. I'm glad you did this. Anyway, yeah, it was an awkward, it's an awkward day. And I haven't been in a car and wanted to cry for a while, just sitting there by yourself. That is something that makes you a little bit sad. It's like people asking only tease you about, you know, Down syndrome. I deal with the, uh, the <laughs> physique. Uh, he didn't even blink nope. at that. <laughs> Not even on the, what I was going to talk about is... Uh, I deal with the being called boss. It has nothing to do with my yeah, physique or whatever. So bad, Probably is. I just look at it as I think these people think I'm an important person. You think boss is a shot at your weight? Yeah, because they what? don't they don't boss. I get bossed. I get it more often than Well you get it more because you've made it clear on the air that you think it's dumb. People No, buy, I'm yeah. talking over that people wouldn't even know. I get bossed. That's quite why a bit. I brought it up in the first place. I get boss, yeah. you can, we all get bossed. Yeah. It has nothing to do with your weight. Just people trying to. That's chief boss, bro. My observation out in the wild. But you is, hate uh, it. The, like boss is your bugaboo. It's 
So I think it stands out to you more often than you think it's an insult. It's not a it's not a chubby guy thing. Rest assured, it's Nobel's palsy. <laughs> it's okay. Boss, oh no no no! <laughs> I know that. Yeah, but no, I mean I'm not doing the comps. I'm just yeah. saying that boss is not a fat guy thing. People just some people just call people boss. It's annoying. I think, I think some people are more receptive to getting bossed more than others. Like you like? Like it. I bet you I, and, and not because the what we talk about on the radio. But I think between you, know, you know, you and I, if we went to the bar, you think boss I'll, I'll is get a, boss first. You think it's a stereotype on body shape that yeah, who gets bossed more often? I get bossed like quite a bit. This guy looks like a boss. You think? Yeah. And you think it's a it's a that's an insecurity of your stoutness that you think that there's I, a boss attached. Maybe to that. there is. There's a boss in your future. I get you get bossed a lot. Yeah, we get bossed. Yeah. I think you're, I think that's standing out on you. I don't think you should worry about that. I don't think that has anything to do with you. Shape. Well, now it's very, you know, turned more popular as the go-to. It's like, well, because they know instead it's of sir right. or whatever, it's boss. You don't get sir. I'll tell you that there is yeah. some of that. The, the part of I don't know if boss is the replacement, but I don't think you get a lot of sirs. I get a lot of bros. I get bro. Yeah. I get chief a lot. I get chief. Do you? I never chief's get been chief. cut yeah. down. Yeah, boss is replaced. I get Pauls, a lot of that. People think my name is Paul. I'm like, hey, that's, that's not, I don't know why people call me Paul all the time. What's up, Pauls? <laughs> yeah, I don't think boss has anything to do with it. You'll what be I, What can I get you, BP? But if someone asked you how you got better from Down syndrome, you'd be like, hey, <laughs> it's mean. <laughs> Else, Paul, you just don't walk up to somebody and ask them that. Unless you know 100%. Pauls. Don't have it. Could be my balls, though. You might be right. Either way, I'll live through it. I am going to have an awkward exchange with her Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> Most certainly will. You going to play it up? I'm going right to the store. I'm going to stop what I'm doing and head right to her and say that. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. This guy says, what the hell? Boss has nothing to do with weight. It's like chief or buddy. It's more to do with thinking someone's a jackass than they're overweight. Oh, that's right. Could be it. They just, they're jackass. Man. Yeah. What's up, jackass? And could be a, you're addressing the customer that way. But it's the same it's as you. It's a friendly way. You don't yeah. remember names or know. If you don't know someone's name, you probably wouldn't boss or chief them. But some people are uncomfortable with that. Yeah. Bro. That's the big one. And yeah. a bro bothers me more than boss. What's up, bruh? Bruh makes me want to punch someone. Bruh. And we start a sentence with that, and I'm out. Oh, this guy. Look, bruh. Uh, it's 7.20. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right, wake-up song time. And, of course, it is always brought to you guys by Action Ride Shop. As a matter of fact. By the way, I, I, got, go I didn't know this. Yeah. Back in the day, slaves called their owner's boss, and it was an insult. So what they're saying is you look like a racist plantation owner. Yeah, and I told yeah, and that makes you know. sense. <laughs> that I see. Now I see it. The picture got clear there. All right. Well, thank you, Sean, for uh, that email. Go ahead, Brad. Sorry. All right. Uh, Memorial Day sale coming up at Action Ride Shop. Josh has got huge deals going on. 10 to 40% off all in-stock bikes. Uh, 25% off all Action uh, tailgate pads. 25% off all Action goods in general. So go to ActionRideShop.com. You can see the full line of pivots they got in stock there, which is what we ride. Uh, yes. You know, also the Santa Cruz, Rocky, they, they got it all. ActionRideShop.com, and just go visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. And on the list, Skid Row, Deftones, Death Clock. 
uh, Rage, Metallica, Ghost, Avatar, Mastodon, Ministry. Why is uh, Skid Row up there? I don't know. Somebody just requested. Well, another one that was up there was uh, Freddie Jackson, uh, You're My Lady, because it's somebody's... we pull it up here. I think it's their 19th anniversary. He wanted to hear it for his wife? Yes. I, hang on. I'll pull it Everything up Everything They've only been married for 19 years, and you are my ladies. They're... Yeah, here. Today's my 19th anniversary, and I was wondering if you could do a Casey Case and Long Distance Dedication to my wife, Macy, and play Freddie Jackson, You Are My Lady. You Are My Lady came out like the early 80s, right? I think so. Why is yeah, the 19-year like... marriage being celebrated with Freddie Jackson? Like 88 or... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought it was earlier than that. Maybe eighty-eight or so, but it must—it must be those people that dated like fifty. Oh yeah. And now we reach out to Macy, who's sitting at home alone right now, while her husband gets covered with sisu tree smell. It's "You Are My Lady" by Freddie Jackson. Something that I want to say, but words sometimes get in the way. This is a poor man's Luther. Oh, yeah. With a high voice. My feelings for you. I forgot about Freddie. Don't tell, don't tell me I remember Freddie Jackson is uh, is from Friday. When he goes, bitch came out looking more like Freddie Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> but he no, he's not related to the Jacksons. No, I don't think so. Huh? Well, this is for you, Mason. So when he comes home tonight, open up that back door. It's your anniversary. That's a good one. So this is for them. Okay. We'll give it to them. Probably on that somehow. He was on every other song in the 80s. This is the one where, like, right in the middle, he just goes, Yes, I am. <laughs> he just loses it for a second. Okay, well, there you go. That's for Macy and his, uh, who's the guy? Uh, Dave, is that what it said? Uh, yeah, Dave Foley. Dave. They're keep cleaning the garage today. Yeah, that's right. This is it. 19th anniversary garage cleaning, which is so symbolic of so many things. I swear to God, if that ends up back in the goddamn garage, you're out. I'll kill her. I'll put you in the trash with it. Uh, I don't know. 18 in life is some reason just jumping out at me. Let's do a little skid row. Even though we just kind of did it, it was get the F out. I don't know what it was. Yeah, it was Somebody like wanted a suggestion. And uh, as a KUPD person, I'll never understand why this song is something that doesn't test in music tests, and we're not going to take it is. Yeah. Twisted Sister tests well across the board. And it's a more popular song, for sure. Why this 18 and Life song doesn't blow it out. Even, uh, you know, Girls, Girls, Girls by Motley Crue, and uh, even Dr. Feelgood, I think this one's better than both of them. Doesn't test, does not. Uh, Skid Row, does, I think it's just the name Skid Row. People just think, oh, if I like that, I'm dumb. Or they'll make fun of me. Skid Row is the best hair metal band of the late 80s that got robbed by their producer, their management, and everything else trying to make them like everyone else. They could have been like Pantera. Monkey Business was like, whoa. Oh, yeah, Slave to the Grind album. You guys are heavy. Clobbering this. This is a little too rough. I didn't know if I would like uh, Slave to the Grind because it was so heavy. Nobody from Skid Row's birthday. Johnny Gill's birthday. Morrissey's birthday. Oh. 
Big fans of Skid Row, both of them together. Especially Marcy. No Dave Snake, I need five bucks Sabo. Nothing. All right. Well, we'll do it. I still don't know how it isn't just constantly uh, in our in our rotation. I love this stuff. Uh, Skid Row. 18 in life for no reason at all. But I appreciate whoever suggested it. It's 725. Here's your wake-em-ups. It's 98. I like that one. That's Muse right there. It's 744 here in the morning sickness. And uh, we're 14 and a half minutes away. I'm sorry, 15 and a half minutes away from uh, giving you a word that you can text so you can be a qualifier. The very first one in this year's Man Cave Upgrade. Brought to you by Modelo Especial and our friends at Prestige Billiards. And this is how nice Meathead is over at Prestige. We talk about this thing, and he texts me. He says, uh, I want to say thank you all for what you do for us. Knock on wood. The business is uh, booming. About to open our third store out in Peoria. Again, partnerships like KUPD has helped us get there. So good luck to all the contestants this year. I hope they get to see my beautiful face in their home. No autographs, please. Meathead. Meathead is the guy who's uh, running out there at Prestige Billiard. Good dude. All the way around. He turned my house into a fun place. Like that room I have is all pretty much his design. I had a couple ideas. Boy, he put it together for me. That game room is great. So uh, you get yourself an eight-foot pool table, ping-pong table, air hockey table. Now, those are three different things. But they only take up one spot, I'm guessing. The air hockey, maybe. Because I got pool, air hockey. Those are two tables. Ping pong table goes over the top of them. And you put it underneath one. A cocktail arcade, arcade game system, which is incredible. That's got a whole 516 games in one unit. A Phantom Prestige 500 barbecue. Brady, that's your world. What's that? I'm not sure. It's a big barbecue, I'm guessing. When the word 500's on it, it's got to be something special. Uh, Modelo's giving you a mini fridge, $150 gift card to fill that sucker up, and a table and stools to go along with it so you can have a place to sit down and drink your Modelo, watching pool, air hockey, ping pong, everything else, because you're going to win yourself a man cake. And that's just a few short minutes away. We'll give you a word, simple word. Text it in, 97936. Uh, th- Sorry, just give it the wrong number. 97936. And then you text. It'll tell you you got in. We do a drawing at about uh, 10 o'clock this morning. Toledo gives a couple of people a phone call. You qualify, get yourself some Von Hansen's gifts cards, 50 bucks there, a pair of tickets to go see Zombie. It's all good. And all you got to do is type a word and spell it right. Simple. Did you look it up? Yeah, it's a Napoleon barbecue. Very nice. Those are nice? Yeah. There you go. I don't know what that means. Brady's speaking another language, but good on you. He's the expert. <laughs> he is. No, that's why I turned to him. Yeah. I see the word barbecue, and I said, Brady, what is this machine? That's a low and slow. I don't know what you're talking about. You get all sexy with it. Strange. Uh, it is time now for the Brady Report. All the news that only Brady knows. Brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And you can have Hooters for lunch today. Why not? You can do it every day if you want. Every Monday through Friday from 11 till 2. Three bucks off sandwiches, tacos, specialty burgers. Only at Hooters. Brady, report it. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Vanilla Pudding Day. Mmm. Well, that was a thing. Vanilla. Now you need to celebrate. With a wild bucket of vanilla pudding. And do it under a sisu tree and make everybody think something oh. weird's gone on. <laughs> oh. Dripping down. Oh. <laughs> Just coat your face in vanilla pudding and stand under a sisu tree and see how fast the neighbors call the cops. What, bro? What? I'm just enjoying vanilla pudding day, you jerks. Under a sisu tree? How dare you? A couple of baseless fun facts. Dolphins can put one side of their brain to sleep 
as they swim while the other side remains alert. I think you can do that while you read. <laughs> they can switch, putting the other side to sleep as well. Nathan Sutherland loves half of a dolphin. The original title for Michael Jackson's hit thriller was going to be Midnight Man. I knew that. I was going to guess Midnight something. It wouldn't have been Man. Midnight Man Midnight in the song? Or something? Uh, I don't think so. But I remember reading about that. They were going to call it that. And it was like last minute change. Johnny Rockets is named after Johnny Appleseed and the Oldsmobile Rocket 88 because the founder felt those were the two things that embodied the classic Americana. Yeah, pretty good. The praying mantis is the only insect that can turn its head and look over its shoulder. Amazing creatures. Can we do that? I can turn my head and look over my shoulder. The only insect. Oh. I thought you said the only animal. That seems wrong. Owls are like 360. Okay, the only insect. Brady loves the boring, boring praying mantis. Incredibly dull. Put a video up of one sitting on a limb. Like, Chowing on a cricket. As if the world would be interested. It's the only time I ever thought, oh, I miss pictures of food. In a new poll, 63% of Americans say they take their shoes off inside, while 37% do wear their shoes inside. I didn't know it was that high. Inside a home. Inside their house. But 76% are not willing to ask their guests to remove their shoes. No, at Olive and Ivy. Just kick off Everywhere your you're in, if there's a roof over you, your shoes are coming off. Now, I've never asked, other than like filthy people, get your shoes off at the door. But <laughs> let's, have, let's do it. If you're ever asked by John to take your shoes you're off. You're dirty. You're, you're if I ever asked you to remove anything at the door, you're covered in gross. And you're not, funny. here's the other thing, you're not coming in. You're not getting invited in if I see you're covered in garbage. Don't know if you heard about this over the weekend. A, guy, a homeless guy in Phoenix named Joseph Collins. He saved a woman and her two daughters from a fire. This happened last Thursday. Um, they were asleep in their second floor apartment when she woke up and saw flames. Joseph heard her calling for help and scaled the fence into her yard. She had to drop each kid from a window. He caught them both. Also caught her two dogs. Then she jumped down. Said he absolutely saved her life, and then uh, they brought him back to the zone. Yeah, they stuffed him in the zone and said, you can stay here for two more days. Stay out of people's houses. All right, you get two more. <laughs> I've got some pee-pee poo-poo news. Right away. He hasn't pulled up yet. I thought he was going to oh, pull Stretch. What, what a weekend it is. <laughs> it is. It's over, right? It was. That's right. <laughs> I'm helping you stretch. I, know, I still on, don't feel like, like I'm in the weekend. Don't make him stretch any longer, Toledo. Come on. I've got some pee-pee, poo-poo <laughs> news. Right. There we go. Hang on. In. Brady, stretch. I've got some pee-poo. <laughs> Man. You might be the worst at covering space ever. <laughs> well, I, I kind of stretched, but it was more of physical hand movement. Thank God. my body. No, no, no. Hello, my friends. Brady Bogan with your pee-pee, poo-poo news. I've seamlessly covered the space between the airs. Researchers in Japan say sanitized disposable diapers can be incorporated into concrete and mortar, which can be used to build homes. Diapers can be substituted for the fine aggregates that are normally used in concrete to varying degrees. 
mortar for structural uses like load-bearing walls and road pavement could be other tolerant um, purposes for the diapers. They're saying they're not going to put it in the heavy structure walls. They'll use it more for the light work. But they can use um, 40% of the diapers, basically, in the concrete. Yikes. So diapers will be the new sidewalks. Yeah. John, I really like the addition to your house. Yeah, it's made of diapers. The house smells like but, you know, it's cheaper. That's disgusting. The worst city for dog poo is? New York City. Seattle. No kidding. Mm. Well, because everything's so organic. Why would you pick it up? I would have thought it was the opposite. They're usually pretty much... uh, on each other about hey you're yeah but scrapping. San Francisco and Seattle are basically the same place San Francisco like is second dump all over the mm. ground Pittsburgh is third huh um how'd you like to get the job study in that you get to you get to see the world but uh, there is one little catch that uh, you constantly have to just be looking for dogs everywhere Cleveland is the worst city for dogs barking at night Houston is next followed by Louisville Kentucky hmm Newark, New Jersey is the worst for dogs off their leash in public. And everything else. Arlington, yeah. Texas <laughs> New is Jersey. second. Yeah. And when they say dogs off their leash, they mean their wives. <laughs> oh, where you going? Get back over here, Snooky. <laughs> How'd you get off your leash? You chewed through that again, didn't you? We can't do it. We can't have the leather. Overall, Gotta get a chain one for Snooky or she'll leave the house again. Overall, the cities with the worst dog owners are Pittsburgh, Newark, Seattle, Cleveland, Washington, D.C., Oakland, Boston, Atlanta, Denver, and Minneapolis. We're not on the list. The cities with the best dog owners. Us. Tucson, Arizona. Colorado, Denver. Virginia Beach. Raleigh, North Carolina. Omaha, Nebraska. San Antonio. Indianapolis. Colorado Springs. Phoenix. Yes. Philadelphia and Sacramento. Tucson's number one. Yeah, well, that's because there's a chance that the mayor of Tucson could be a dog. Do a better job. That's your pee-pee, poo-poo news. When they're equal IQs uh, to the citizens of that place, then dogs are treated differently because they can outsmart them. This 43-year-old dude identified himself as Captain Jack Sparrow. He was arrested in Portland, Oregon last week after trying to bite a cop. (laughs) He boarded a commuter train on Wednesday night dressed as Johnny Depp's character from Pirates of the Caribbean. He was apparently harassing other people on the train. Workers tried to kick him off, but he wouldn't leave, so they called the cops. Cops say he tried to bite an officer while being removed from the train. He's facing charges for trespassing, menacing, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest. He told the cops um, he's Captain Jack Sparrow. They couldn't get his name out of him because he didn't have ID and stuff. So the arrest, basically, in the police station is Captain Jack Sparrow. Sure. What his name is. He's not the first Captain Jack. He won't be the last. This was pretty interesting about uh, some more stories are coming out of, of Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, I saw this where he blackmailed with, uh, Bill Gates. Yeah. This is a good one. Bill Gates had an affair with a 20-something uh, Russian bridge player. 
and uh, Epstein held it over him for a couple of deals. Although Gates and Epstein previously met to discuss philanthropy. That's true. Philanthropy. And yeah. Epstein had an interest in roping Gates into a proposed multi-billion dollar charitable fund with J.P. Morgan Chase, which ultimately failed. The resentment appeared to boil back up in 2017, an email exchange between the men over Gates' mistress, Mila Antonova. Look her up, too, because there's another one. I'm not sure if this is the bridge player. I don't know you could make money and meet Bill Gates playing bridge, but evidently. Epstein met Antonova in 2013, three years after Gates, uh, and later financed her enrollment in a software coding school. Yeah. Gates then received an email in 2017 from Epstein requesting that he be reimbursed for Antonova's course, which sources said was a subtle threat that's, to that's the financier. That's what that it's her? saying. Yeah. That's the keeper. Now, there was a bunch of, uh, when I looked up Mila Antonova, of a hot girl in, like, modeling clothes. Well, take, the word, take the word bridge off of it. Well, that's him and her, though. No, I know. That's her. There's no question. But th- look at what I, you come on. Huh? No, you're getting none of the good ones. You're getting all the real ones. There she is. Well, I can understand that. Yeah. That one. That one. I play bridge with her and I don't even know how to play bridge. And there's a few of her hanging around on, like, uh, the beach and stuff. I spent some time with Mila Antonova, her alter ego, yesterday. And then they had pictures of, there she is, the bikini ones. Where? Down. Up, 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 actually. Go up. Other way. Other way, other way, other way, other way. There. You didn't see that there. Now, that's Bill Gates playing some bridge. And that's Mila Antonova. But I don't know if that's the same girl. Because they had a bunch of pictures of this frumpy broad that Bill Gates was bumping. And then these came up with her name on it. That's how you meet a billionaire playing cards. You got to have an ass like that. The first one looks like Greta Thunberg. She's not meeting a billionaire. Certainly isn't having an affair with him. That's not her, is it? That's, that's her. That's the same girl. No way. Oh no, not the same. No. Yeah, I don't think. It's so confusing because yesterday my image search did the same thing and said Mila Antonova. This is the one he had an affair. No, there's with. no way. That's there's the no same girl. way that's no. the same girl. But Gates, it would, Gates put that out there. But it <laughs> right. Like, oh, hey, I didn't bang this ugly chick. I, this is the Mila Antonova <laughs> you need to know about. Bill, looks like you're uh, throwing it all away for somebody very average. No, 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 no. Here, no, here's some good pictures. You need to do some modeling shots. He put Mila Antonova through the star washing. AI strikes again. Because there's no way that one that I'm looking at, the housewife, Bill's going to give billions to. The other one? There's a good chance she could fool you into dropping a couple billion in her account. Speaking of AI... There's a robot mower on the way that uses AI technology to mow your lawn. Uh-oh. It's called the Lawn Meister. Let me say it for everybody who's worried. Adios mio. The Lawn it's Meister. Ca- <laughs> it's kind of like a, a Roomba for your lawn. Is it German? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It can there's... navigate obstacles like pets, toys, even dog poo in the grass. You don't want it to navigate. You mow over it. It. Yeah, shoot that thing out the side. Does it rake? In a recent Kickstarter, they they started around a thousand dollars. The guy released two uh, videos of it. That's not bad. The prototype. It um, doesn't 
zigzag all over your lawn. You can actually set it to to do lines, yep. squares, circles. Yeah, and I think they're gonna, you know, do the it'll get better cut? and better. Oh yeah, I used to always do that. Crossways. We had a big enough yard that I could do that. That would be the next. The cross thing. cut. Oh, all you got to do is program one direction, then the next. It's not that hard. Cross cut. My dad just gets so mad because I was bad at it. Come home and he'd see this <laughs> terrible, the cruddy checkerboard in the middle of the yard. I raised the blade for the other parts. I'm like, ah, it's a hodgepodge. Get out there and mow the goddamn grass again. <laughs> a company called Ubiquitous does brand marketing on social media. Oh, and- stop, Brady. Time out. It's 8 o'clock. All right. Got to do it. Do it. Text the word vanilla. We're going to make it easy for today. Vanilla. 97936. <laughs> Text the word vanilla. vanilla. boss here? No, vanilla pudding vanilla day. Pudding. Oh. Under the Sisu tree. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell Sisu. I, don't either. I think it's C-U. I don't know. Uh, vanilla is the word. And 97936 is the number. You don't need a period. You don't need an exclamation point, an emoji, your name. Just the word vanilla. 97936. It'll all go into a big pile. We're going to get a bunch of people today. One of you will qualify for the Man Cave upgrade and get yourself $50 in Von Hansen's uh, gift certificates, and also tickets to go see Rob Zombie coming up in September. Everybody's going to get a chance at that. All you have to do is spell the word vanilla. You've got an hour to do it. If you can't do this, you're not qualified to own anything, let alone a phone. But 97936, vanilla. That's it. Already got First some misspellings. Misses. We have misspellings of vanilla. V-A-N-I-L-L-I-E. Huh. Vanilla. Vanilla. The no. pluralize it? Is well, that the plural? Just, no, I don't know what that is. <laughs> a a pi, a pi, vanilla. Doesn't the, your phone autocorrect? Should fix vanilla. Yes, you even should. on your computer, yeah. the little squiggly line <laughs> under it means you misspelled it. Put that T nine phone back. Yeah, away. every <laughs> single person should get this right. If you don't, uh, text the word uh, rope moron and, and order one from Home Depot and get rid of yourself. Vanilla. Come on, guys. Knock it off. I know it's Monday. Oh. You got big thumbs. They must have jitterbugs. If they had jitterbugs, the fingers would be bigger. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Vanilla. If you miss it, cancel yourself. <laughs> Just go home and take a nap. Vanilla's too big a project for you this morning. That's hey, my easy. flip phone isn't working. Come on, man. With big thumbs. <laughs> 97936, yes. you will qualify. Vagina is similar. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Your phone might. I will give you that. It might autocorrect a vagina if you spend a lot of time typing vagina. Some people don't care for vanilla. (laughs) Anyway, there it is. Vanilla is today's word. We're keeping it easy for you. Brady, keep going. So the company Ubiquitous is offering to pay three people 100 bucks an hour to watch TikTok. You have to binge it. Ten-hour block. Yikes. You're paying a thousand bucks. That's too much. Do you get to pick what you watch? Or they just um, inundate you like uh, Clockwork Orange. I, I doubt you. Your eyes pried open, sitting there watching Hindenburg crash over and over. They say it's to help the company discover emerging new trends. Well, like the Benadryl, Benadryl Challenge. What? Isn't that, Isn't that the algorithm kids. of TikTok to know the trends? What do they need people for the trends? Ubiquitous does. Because then they help market that. Since uh, we did Indian Brady Friday... Indian expert Brady. I got covered in ads for a trips to India and a bunch of products that only Indians would like, like those drapes that they wear as outfits. And then I did. I got ads for it. 
don't know what they're called. Saris? Or they... I don't know, Brittany. You I don't have to apologize for what they wear. It's okay. But they have these outfits, and I got those. Yeah, Brett's doing it now. But Brett came to me on Friday. goes, I like... I'm doing Brady. goes, yeah, I like the way that India Brady goes, no, 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 no. It's true. So if you want to apply, ubiquitousinfluence.com. They can't spell vanilla, Brady. Good luck. Deadline is May 31st. All right. He is right. What, ubiquitous? No, the uh, the clothes. It is sorry. Oh, I know. Oh, That's yeah. what I was kidding. I was saying you don't have to apologize for the clothes. All these. But I got, lo- yes, I got loads of uh, saris and shwarwanis and then food. Shwarma. That shwarwani was the food. Mm, I don't know what any of it was. And, but my ads were all Indian stuff, which means my phone heard all of Indian Brady and thought, this guy's interested. <laughs> I mean. Did you get any turbans? It was the accent. That was an, uh, No. I didn't. Do they wear turbans? That's what it, that's, oh, it's yeah. here on the search. Yeah, right. I thought they just wore those. That's not. That's chics, right? Gandhi caps. Gandhi cap. That's not a slur. I guess not. <laughs> Figured Gandhi cap would be. There it is. Not allowed to call anything that. It's a white side cap. It's like Gilligan's hat. Did Gandhi ever wear that? I, it's oh, him, yeah. I think, isn't it? Come on. The fact that I don't know makes us both bad. <laughs> it's him in a picture, isn't it? I've uh, seen him multiple sure. pictures. <laughs> Maybe. That's, or is Gandhi... Uh, here we go again with your expertise on India, yep, Brady. But here we go. Gandhi did wear the caps. You're, and did they name it after Gandhi? Yes. <laughs> okay. He's All confident. Right. He's digging his heels in on his Indian knowledge again. We'll let him go with this one because... Okay. I've seen Gandhi in that uh, Five Guys paper hat before, it looks like. Is that a Gandhi cap? <laughs> That's not Gandhi, is it? No. I don't think that's <laughs> the Gandhi. sad part is everybody you, everybody you put up on the screen, I'm not sure Could if be. it is or is it not sure Gandhi. It could also be Ben Kingsley. And neither way would confuse me. <laughs> I don't know about that one. That's Gandhi. Uh, In a Gandhi cap. I'm pretty sure that's so. him. I don't know. It's either... That's not. That's Biden. All right, let's just pull up Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't just pull up Gandhi. There's Mahatma. Well, these are yeah, closer. Right. So never once him? in the hat. Yeah, that's him. Gandhi is like Smith, isn't it? Mahatma. Oh, come on. This is embarrassing. <laughs> I'm just asking. Never once in the hat, though. In the Gandhi cap. There he is. But that's not him in the cap. That's a dude oh. with him in the cap. Yeah. Gandhi was always just in that diaper. <laughs> it's like, I'm not, and isn't that Ben Kingsley? That is Ben Kingsley. <laughs> yeah. Which and one, then, this one? No, that's oh. Gandhi. The guy next to him's Russell Wilson. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Gandhi again. And then Mrs. Russell Wilson. I think that's Ciara. I take back my That was your impersonation. Figure. That's yeah. exactly what I thought. That that picture right here is the one I thought of when you were doing Brady the other day. The lady? Yeah. The old woman? It sounded like it. What? No, 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 no. No, 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 I guess it is kind of an Indira It is. Gandhi. That's my Indira Gandhi impression. Not ben Kingsley. He's never once Kingsley. in the Gandhi hat. Brady. But all his buddies so are because there's one before, here. Yeah. Then I was completely wrong. Oh, wait. There we go. No one's got a hat. I think. I don't know. I think that's just loose skin from not eating. Yeah. I think his skull's starting to get wobbly. Anyway, well, that's our oh, Gandhi. Right. That's our Gandhi educational segment of the show. And it's about time, I yeah. think. Why we haven't done this in the last 22 years is beyond me. 
There's, there was Gandhi being yeah. watched by a guy in a Gandhi cap. Yeah, yeah. all the guys around him yeah, have Gandhi yeah. caps on. Maybe that's what it was, like a tribute it's to Gandhi. Way before Gandhi. Like you're wearing your Gandhi hat. Yeah, I can't find a single picture with him wearing it. Hmm. He's not wearing it. Maybe it was uncool. It's like wearing a it's wearing a, a concert shirt of the band you're actually seeing. Gandhi yeah. wouldn't wear his own cap. Tired of it. It's like me with KUPD hats. I don't like doing it that much. I don't like That's them. why you ordered those Noggin Boss hats. Yeah, I don't like wearing the gear. Although our last set of hats were pretty cool. Oh, I loved them. Yeah. I actually wore it yesterday, they even do. though I'm like, eh, I don't like wearing my own. Like the Foo Fighters can't wear Foo Fighter shirts. Yeah. You know, that kind of, maybe Gandhi caps can't be worn by actual Gandhi. Gandhi Churchill. Let's get to some radio videos. Gandhi and MLK. Is this a can you tell them apart thing? What am yeah. I looking at? <laughs> All right. Just one of these things is not like the other because they all look the same. Stop that. They're all Gandhi, that's why, as far as you know. Exactly. All right, stop. You get us all canceled over Gandhi picture. First radio video is a UPS truck getting slammed by a, it looks like be a Ferrari or a mid-engine Corvette, but it, Uh-oh. it rocks the guy next to the UPS truck, too. So it just goes blazing through here. Oh, this is going to be a dirty sound. There's a guy just walking next to a UPS truck. Oh! Then they show a picture of the car afterwards. They just blow up. They're designed to explode because of speed. All right. Next one is a medic with a poor technique on helping the patient out onto the stretcher. Oh, they're going to dump a guy. This is some poor country. They got the stretcher. Dude said, oh, he's going, oh! He went to straddle him to pick uh, him up. The paramedic fell down on the guy on the ground. Is the paramedic wearing a Gandhi cap? Yes. Listen. Oh. Oh, my tomatoes. Oh, my tomatoes. The paramedic just fell flat on the uh, dude who's not supposed to be moved too quickly. The one in the neck brace. Well, they don't have to put him on the board now. <laughs> Oh. oh, and he's a fat paramedic yeah, too. <laughs> Just plastered the spinal injury by, by jumping on him. Next one's a car going for the pass, doesn't make it. Oh, slides into a truck. Oh no! Watch the yard oh, sale. No! Oh! Whoa! Oh, there's a guy. There's another two. guy. There are two guys. One yeah. guy. Two guys. There's one oh, guy yeah, up there, okay. and another one flies by the camera. Oh, this is a bad attempted pass. Oh, wow. 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 Everybody just shoots out of the car. Wear your seatbelts, kids. That is crazy. Ooh. All right. This last one is, uh, since you're going to hit the beach this summer, make sure, or even diving in pools, don't uh, dive in head first. Some guy just uh, at a, I forget where it was here in town, just had paralyzed from a diving accident yesterday on the news. Well, check this one out. The guy does this the a sailor cliff. off the edge into the ocean here. Oh, he's got, he's doing a cliff dive. Oh, he goes straight over. Oh, oh, no. oh. now watch him come up around his head. Now they'll point it out. Now watch this thing throb. It's dented oh, in. Oh, it's, he cracked his skull open. The guy, unaware, um, he survived. Required yeah. surgery to his skull due to the damage. He the hit, submerged he hit a rock. rock. Oh, his whole head. And then it sinks in. Oh, my God. That is disgusting. So he cracked his skull. Ooh. Don't dive in water. 
head first ever. He had his hands behind his back too. Yeah, if he'd put his hands out, it at least stopped yep. himself, broke his arms. That's a particularly brutal set there. Brady, Feet first, for you. first time. Yeah, that's dirty. How you doing? I'm all right. All right, we good? Sure. All right, hit it. Uh, this one, these have got to be the dumbest criminals ever. So it's not. Okay. We'll we'll save the disgusting stuff for later. But are those? I don't know. Those are butt plugs. Yeah. Those, those okay. are. They look like uh, butt plugs of like where like Mexican Catholic. people put candles. Yes. Yeah. 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 The Catholic tribute butt plug. All right. So here's some dude okay. gonna rob a place. Got his car backed up He's to got the his door. On. Yeah. Smashing into the door. Not like a, being incognito. With a. Something. He's kicking the door. Oh, he's oh, in the house. Okay, it. it's just a window he's kicking. It's like an office building or yep. something. Yeah. So he's in. He wants that TV. The TV's about a 70-incher, maybe even bigger than that. Taking it off the wall. He's going to break the TV if he's... This is not how you steal a TV. Yeah. There comes his buddy. Oh, misses the buddy oh. tries to run through the glass. Misses. Now go through the open glass. Is this Benny Hill? Yeah, where was... Here's another know. guy. Third one. They're opening up the hatchback. Still just didn't even unplug it. The TV's still on. Cannot get it off the wall. Dude's falling like in the window. It's like Keystone Cops. What is going on? The TV's already screwed up. Oh, yeah, that TV's... Broken. They're doing this to vandalize the place. One of them just... Go, oh, and the guy comes shooting up, runs into his own car. Falls Another down. Another guy's falls. Yeah, this is... On the glass. Where did they put the TV? They left they, it. They left it because it was broken. So this was just to go screw with the boss that fired him. I, There's, I they weren't stealing that TV. They were breaking stuff. Why not just go in there and punch it? That is a particularly... Interesting. Nice set of Roman Catholic mm-hmm. uh, yeah, butt plugs. Yeah. Uh, this one, a lot of Christ and uh, <laughs> yes. other tempting escape. Mother Mary and stuff. Oh, big oh. guy skateboarding. <laughs> Do you have sound? Oh, that is some oh, beef. Don't, don't, don't put it back. It. <laughs> His buddy tried to smoosh it back. Oh, he, uh, no, you know what? The other guy was just trying to steal those Jordans. Those are those are Jordan are sixes. Those Jordans or yeah, Reebok those are those are Jordans. I think those are sixes or sevens. Oh, oh fat man breaks leg, pulls off the skateboard, and his friend goes over and immediately tries to steal his Jordans. Oh. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 Let really? me help you out. That ain't cool. I just broke my leg. You try to steal my shoe. And Give me that shoes, fat Albert. You don't need them. Get off me. Call an ambulance. I think we've seen this one before. Hey, my baby. Get his shoes. Yeah, I think we've seen this one. Oh, he's jumping. Yeah. Those those little, little parking poles. Little parking pole jump from one Onto to the, the tank. Oh! Landed right on his nuts. That is oh, a busted tank. I hate oh. you. God damn it, Internet. Oh. And then we'll just end with this one. This one was entitled uh, Mind If I Hang Out. Oh, oh no. no. I don't like this so far. All right. Dude standing on the side of the road. Some traffic going by. Big truck, little truck, motorcycle. Uh, some more cars. It's taking too long. And the guy's just uh, walking around. Now he leaves the scene. Car's still going by. Oh, he's somebody's climbing up on Where'd something next to us. Is he climbing? I don't like when breast videos take long. Oh! And a oh. motorcycle. Oh. Oh. <laughs> a motorcycle. Oh, it isn't? So is a motorcycle. Hold on. A motorcycle. A, a semi-truck just cut off a motorcycle. He T-bones the back end of this giant rock truck, and he is stuck in the side of it by the head. He's impaled, isn't he, or is he stuck? No, he's, I think he's, his I think head's he's just stuck. stuck in the side. His head might be impaled. I think he's impaled. He's got like up underneath the uh, strap. Oh, Look at this guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll get you. Is this guy trying what to pull him doing? off of That's the side of the truck that he is? Oh, is yeah, a, he's a chain. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> leg got up underneath there. Oh, 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 Brett. Wow. There you go. 
Oh, wow. man. You can post those except for the last one. Yeah, those aren't bad. I think I can post the last one. <laughs> and here's a photo of the thing I sat next to at Fame yesterday. Yeah, yeah okay. Don't, don't post that. Yeah. Post that. Yikes. It's a gynecologist poster. Oh. Wow. All right. That was weird. The guy hit the car so hard his face stuck to the side of it. Uh. Well, there you go. Vanilla is today's word. Keeping it basic. It is vanilla pudding day. Enjoy yours in the shade of a sisu tree. Too basic for some of them. Vanilla, I know. And you sh- if you can't spell vanilla, you shouldn't have a job. You shouldn't have a driver's license. That should just be the driver's license test. Spell vanilla. Nope, that's vain Isla. Uh, vanilla. 97936. That is the number you text it to. It'll give you a little prompt, say, nice job, you're in. And then in just a uh, little while, Toledo will make phone calls to the one qualifier for today to maybe win themselves that beautiful man cave upgrade from our friends at Modelo. And Prestige Billiards. Good luck. We hope you all win. It's 98 KUPD. There goes your Brady Report. Uh, It's 8.33 in the morning sickness. And uh, it's just about that time for the Guadalupe replay. Before that, I've got to remind you, it is day one of this glorious man cave uh, upgrade giveaway. You might not even have one. might not even be an upgrade. It might just be a man cave giveaway. Clear out that one room you don't use in your house. And if you don't have room for it, sell it. Stuff's got value, man. You're either winning cash or an awesome new thing. Just got the ultimate garage sale. You just put... Yeah, and you know what else? If you have a house that's like Airbnb worthy, all those games and stuff in there, forget it. That's what they're looking for in those deals. So come on. You got got options here. What am I going to do with all this stuff? Said no one ever. Who's smart? Vanilla is today's word. Simple as that. Easy peasy. Vanilla. 97936. That's what we're throwing at you. And uh, you can throw vanilla at uh, your text. Get in this thing. Tons of you are already in it. One qualifier walks away with a $50 gift card to Von Hansen's Meat. And then uh, tickets to go see Zombie in September. So you're getting stuff today for a... uh, This is easy. So vanilla. 97936. Do it right now. You'll get the prompt back. No exclamation points, no punctuation, no name, no emojis. I'm in. What? Somebody messaged in saying, I put in Toledo and it's, it's, it, uh, it didn't qualify. <laughs> well, that sh- you know what? That should have worked. <laughs> that should have worked. Toledo. You know why? Because vanilla is still too spicy. Toledo is the, uh, it's the less abrasive taste of Toledo. Ew. Ugh. I, can't, I can't believe you said that. Brady, I can't believe you uh, missed this story. I was—I looked at it yesterday, and I'm like, oh, this is a Brady one. But did you see the guy in Indiana in jail that was uh, smuggling through his anus, of course? But he had uh, he had needs for a pair of... Well, I'll just show you the picture. Scissors. Eight-inch scissors. Like regular cutting, you know, uh-huh. up his ass. Oh. Yeah. Points first. All the way in, handles got in there too. I'll find that video. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> he reluctantly agreed to an electronic body scan when the jail assistant, commander of operations, said, "Hey, you got something uh, in your anal cavity, don't you? What are you talking about? I think you do." Short time later, scissors were removed from the arrestee without incident. Lieutenant Holt is commended for relying upon his training and instinct. Preventing a dangerous edged object from making its way into the jail. He was going to stab some guy. Question. He stabbed him. You put scissors in your butthole because you hate someone so much 
that you're going to pull them out of your butt and stab them. I don't know did, that much. Did they say several minutes later or later on? And then is that who removes it? Well, I think the uh, I think that is part of the duties of the guards. Uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, the the guy who finds. Or them. I wonder if they have a facility in the jail that they can go to in case an injury or something, or you, they're just pulling it out yeah, there. Maybe there is a medical supervisor there when you're ripping out scissors from a guy's bee hole. So it's like, there what are you talking been, about? Then uh, they couldn't be that far up if they're able to remove it by hand. Oh, no, you can grab hold it out. Scissors? Eight inches of scissors? What I'm saying, it didn't uh, travel too far. Well, they don't go. There. People always assume that it's going to go gutcha. Yeah. It goes up a little bit. You swallow it. Your beehole hole swallow it, and then it'll hang on for... You get an but those people that have to go into the hospital after the Which muscles start working the other way. Right. Well, that's for small items. Eight-inch scissors aren't going to still creep in their way through the intestine. They get up to a certain point and hit the stop, the, the button. But, I mean, the handles are keeping that thing from sliding. Think about a pair of scissor handles in your b-hole. It ain't a, like your muscles can try to move it all they want. They're not going to get it up. Yeah, everybody always worries. You were taught very early never to put anything in your butt by your parents because you're they... They basically told you it'll go inside you and scream in it. Trust me, I've had things in my butt before. It takes a lot to get them to keep going. Brett knows. I don't have that much hate in my life I know. for anybody to stick scissors up my butt. Yeah. And then oh, unsheathe I, them and prepare I don't hate anybody that bad. Or love anybody. <laughs> that too. He's bringing them into prison <laughs> to, uh, for his friend. Right. Because they like to F each other with blades. Anyway, that's Indiana. That's the world we live in. Uh, his goal was to stab someone. So that was his plan. Or to have to give them to a guy to stab someone. I always think of the, per- the second person that gets the contraband out of the ass. Your friend, bring- like if I'm in jail and you bring me something in your ass, the last thing I want to do is handle that thing you're bringing me. It's bad enough you did it. It's worse still that I'm accepting it as a gift. Scissors. Scissors in your butt. I think you could have, like, I would have gone with the little rounded kindergarten ones. I'm like, you make something out of this, because I'm not putting real scissors in my ass, dude. You Go with a buck knife. You need to have some anger management stuff. Yeah, something you can fold. Yeah, man up. You can put it in the case. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can put it in the little box. If you're willing to put scissors up your butt, you know, Raven's Crest, is that what oh, they're called? Yeah. Those are really good knives, and you put it in a box. Put a rubber band around the box so it doesn't open up and spill all the contents. Shove that up your ass. Well, Shove it up your ass. The baseline, those yeah. ones that are just a little oh, box, yeah. Yeah. switchblade. Perfect almost. for prison stabbings. This was just overzealous. Unless the guy's just wanting to start a little sewing or yeah, I got hobbies. Cutting hair. That is big business. These weren't hair cutting scissors, though. These are more material fabric scissor cutters. Anyway, good on you. Uh, the Mahatma Brady was a hit. We don't know why that happened. Brady was a play pretending he was an expert on India for about 10 minutes on Friday morning. Had a lot of knowledge based on one or two things he'd seen in an Indian restaurant. So we played Mahatma Brady, Indian expert in the center square. Plenty of other good squares there Friday. Mo wasn't there because she lost her puppy. Uh, so Toledo filled in. But don't hold that against him. The squares were still great. In fact, here they are. It's your Guadalupe replay. All right, we're ready to go. Here it is, uh, taking Mo's place because of her recent loss. And we're with you, Mo. We love you. What would Brady do? Hmm? And it sucks. 
do. Our conversation but it does. here. But, but the, yeah, oh boy, does that thing. We're talking about KDKB. Whenever you hear us say it sucks, we're not talking about its uh, quality. We're talking about how much sucking goes on down here. Uh, the time is up, by the way, for you to text in the word vanilla for the uh, man cave upgrade. A lot of you got in. A lot of you failed, and you should worry about yourself if you misspelled vanilla. And because it's the first day of doing this, I'm keeping it easy on you. Usually I make this a little tougher as the time goes on. Vanilla kicked your ass? Ooh. You're for hard life. You might want to buy a rope. Yeah, you're not going to make it through the next few years without. You're going to walk into traffic. Vanilla kicked your ass? Okay. Uh, Anyway, so that's it. We'll do it again tomorrow at 8, and we're going to do it all the way for the next couple weeks, uh, 14 days or so, I guess with a couple days off in between, uh, and get that man cave upgrade all loaded and ready to go for you guys uh, as we give away this beautiful thing from Modelo and Prestige Billiards. So thank you uh, for everybody who participated. Literally thousands of you qualified. Frighteningly, hundreds of you failed. (laughs) The word vanilla walloped you. Uh, it is time now for What Would Brady Do? And it's brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pawn, 12th Street and Indian School. That's the home of MP Guns, and it's inside of Mo Money Pawn's beautiful store. You hop in there and get that uh, class Brett did to build your own AR-15, oh, or just wander around and grab all the materials, ammo, guns, everything you need. The experts are in there. They can explain it to you. They can help you. And if you want an AR-15 uh, for quality use, like most people who do, decent citizens, uh, you can build it on the cheap. Yeah, and you'll know everything about it, yep. inside and out, literally. Which I think almost should be a requirement. Yeah. All these people are like, gun control this, gun control that. You want to buy a gun? you got to build it. That's part of the class. And the great thing is, when you're done with it, you keep it. You take the, you it's take yours. it home with you. It's not You're not building them for them. I That's mean, a it's, really good yeah. idea, instead of like a, uh, you know, a class for blah, blah, blah. You know, where you got to do safety in this yeah. thing. you got to do that, too. But you got to build the gun. you got to know every aspect of this thing if you want to get, you know... It's not an automatic the way they, they present it, but, you know, a, a high-powered rifle like that. They could do that, but these guys, without that law, these guys teach you that anyway. You walk away going, I, I've learned a ton of stuff, yep. and I own one, so it's good. Uh, they're great over there, and they have everything you need. Plus, you get all the paperwork done right then and there, and you're out. So it's uh, they, they, they can take care of you. That's what I'm saying. MFP Guns inside Mo Money Pond, 12th Street Indian School, brings you What Would Brady Do? Brady, are you ready? Ready. Let's start here. Got this one, and I started to giggle because, well, I'll tell you. Uh, Dear Brady, my mom has a new boyfriend. He's a man of youth. I like him a lot. He's actually really nice. But she's 59, and he is 22. I'm 30. This dude is stinging my mom, and he's eight years younger than me. Now, I do like him as a person, but he's dead broke. My mom is not. She has a lot of money. And I don't want to take her happiness away, but the red flags are popping up all over. How long do I let this go on before I step in? I figure he'll get sick of this old poon eventually. Uh, my mom is all smiles right now, but there has to be a timeline. I'll let you decide. Ben. 22-year-old dude dinging your 59-year-old mother. First off, what's wrong with that guy? Well, he sees an opportunity to be schmoozed sure. for a while, maybe. Um, you know, some of the things that I think what makes it tough is Ben is in a situation where my mom's got a lot of money and I, I hope he's not the one that's like, I'm just waiting for mom to die. Yeah. Well, he's got a long haul. She's only, he 59. does have a long haul, but, um, 
I think I, I wouldn't panic yet mm. because she's got money. It's kind of fun to like, I like this person. I want to share it with them. I can show them a good time. There's that type of thing. I mean, men do it all the time. Sure. And this dude's rolling in with a stiff one. She probably hasn't seen this in ages. Brady, you know, as a man in your 50s, that thing isn't what it used to be. Not even close. In your 40s, you start to recognize this erection's not nearly as good as it was. And then you take one of those Viagras or a pill that actually gets it going, and you remember what it was like when it was rebar. He comes equipped with that without pills or any sort of, you know, heart issues or anything else. This 22-year-old lays in bed next to your mom after giving her the goods. Doesn't have to strap on a CPAP. Doesn't go through a little medicine box. Doesn't have to get up five times a night to pee. If he gets up at night, it's usually to ding your mom again. This is what she's living the life. And Brady's right. Dudes do this all the time. The roles have reversed. As our uh, sales manager Susan says, it's our turn. The ladies are doing what we've always done. Would you step in if it was your dad dinging a 22-year-old girl? No, high five. Exactly. Yeah. So you got to let mom have it. Let mom have that stiff 22-year-old senior at ASU crank. And she is getting worked, your mother. I tell you what. Stretch <laughs> out. what he wanted to hear. She probably plays I'm stuck in the dryer every once in a while while she washes his young boy clothes while they're listening to uh, rap music together and getting it on. That spoiled milk still has some game, Brad. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah. She's listening to Young Boy NBA and waving guns around with John Morant in the car, and they're just having the time of their lives, that old lady. She's probably in shape. Looks pretty good. Or he's a weirdo, and he digs your 59-year-old mom who looks 59. Well, there's that, too. <laughs> so then you, gotta, then you got to wonder. Maybe you should step in. If that he's a weirdo yeah. thing in your weirdo yeah. mom. Yeah, do you kind of got to base this on whether or not you think your mom's hot. Is she hot enough to pull this swing and D? My aunt was, how old? Well, her the guy she started to date was 25. And she was probably, I think she was about 54 or 5 at the time. After her divorce. And she was doing all right. Nothing special as far as money goes, but... Uh, he was younger than her oldest son by three years. And everybody thought, oh, this is nothing. Don't worry about it. They got married and stayed together. They were like the ultimate couple. My aunt's still alive. This dude's dead. His heart blew up. Probably from dinging that old lady all the time. Like she's in her 80s now, and he died when he was 51. So they got 20 years together, 25 years together. Yeah. And uh, he blew up all over the floor. It's just exploded in aneurysm. So you never know. Maybe this guy's an old soul and he's only got 20-something years left and he's going to sting your mom that entire time. <laughs> what would you have done, Brett? You're an Italian. What? You and your, your mom and dad get divorced again. Yeah. And then mom okay, goes, yeah. I got myself a new fella, Bert. You want to meet him? And this 22-year-old comes rolling in. Man. Uh, and you're eight years older than and you're, Yeah, you're eight years old. When you were 30, how old was your mom? Uh, Probably 55 yeah. or so. Yeah. Right in the Same wheelhouse. Same thing. So t- even then, so think of your mom when you're 30. This 22-year-old guy is just giving her the... Nah, he, he ain't coming around him anymore. You're putting it off. He's now, like, your dad, 22-year-old girl. High five all day long. <laughs> There's a double standard. I freely admit that, 100%. Because it's your mother. That's right. 
He ain't coming around again. That's and all you I'm know saying. that. Tw- Here's the other thing that this guy. No needs way, to my house about. is gonna smell like a sesame tree. Yeah. <laughs> the 22 year old guy's been watching a lot of things and learning. Your mom is getting having things done to her. She may not have even known about. Like she's getting doesn't matter. Christmas no. tree flocked. Eyes are being closed. <laughs> she's getting gummed up regular. But probably your dad and every guy she's been with before was pretty straightforward with that. I don't do that. That's filthy in the eyes of God. This 22 year old's. Fingers and butts. You're and dropping something stuff. off at your mom's place. There he is out in the chair in a speedo. Yeah, half hard. Tip sticking out of the top. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. Your mom just worked it. It hasn't unswolled yet. Do you have a job? Yeah, banging your mom. <laughs> He'd be in Lake Mead. <laughs> if Marcy had a 22-year-old boyfriend when I was 30. And then you're getting texts from him? From and, your and, mom, and he's like your bud. Speaking there, bro. Want to play some PlayStation this weekend, bro? Call of Duty, mom. <laughs> Playing Call of Duty with Jake, and we just got done stinging. Oh, is that NBA a young boy in the back? Yes. You gotta let mom have her fun. No, you do have to talk to her about like making sure that the money and stuff's protected. Though, because I watch a lot of Doctor Phil. And- Kid could be it's okay to voice your concerns on sure. that. Just make sure you're protected. Just go to mom and say, live your life, do your thing. Just make sure you're protecting yourself. I'm not saying he's a thief, but this is weird. You know that, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, dear Brady, my condo complex has a huge pool. And Saturday, for the first time this year, my wife and I went to hang out by it. And while we were there, some of the other residents came in and had a little party. There were about 12 or 13 of them. Eight of them were hot chicks. Uh, the dudes that were there weren't anything special, but these girls were really good. I kept my eyes down on the ground as best I could. Anyway, happened to notice that the new choice of bathing suit for girls in their mid-20s is the thong. And these girls all looked amazing in them. Not one in the bunch was bad. I kept my cool, but my wife absolutely hated it. Once those weird girl skirts came off and the thongs were exposed, she just complained the entire time. Miserable telling me she wanted to call the HOA and make new rules for appropriate pool wear. There are families living here. Like I said, I stayed quiet. This morning, she asked me if I'd drop a letter off at the president of the HOA's condo door. I have it in my hands. Do I do it, Stephen? (laughs) This guy's doomed. First of all, I'm trying to uh, derail the letter even being written. No, you're it's not going to do that. I think he didn't even It's know. too late. He's got it. Is he uh, signing it as well? Right. It just she probably added his name. You need to open that and find out if you're involved. Because I think... <laughs> because if it's her deal... There's no way she signed that without you on it. Oh, you're you're in, making yeah. him drop it off. Yeah, and you now you're going to be on somebody's ring camera being the guy who did it. Does he drop it off? Oh, this is tough. Drop it in the trash Because, can. well, what happens is he doesn't drop it off, and then a couple weeks later, she's like, unbelievable. I haven't heard one thing about yeah. this. And then says, did you drop that letter off? This HOA is ridiculous. He and said then, he never got it. Here comes a nastier letter. That's fine. Let her go to the HOA oh. meeting and be the Karen. Oh. I'd drop it right in the trash. No way. I'd drop it in the trash, and I'd go back and tell her to. That's enough. Man we, up. Yeah, we don't write letters to the HOA president about people's butts. <laughs> <laughs> 
We hit the treadmill and we try to match those yeah, butts. Just jealous. That's all it is. It's just jealousy. But he did a good job of keeping it heads down, best you can. But she's mad because they're hot, and she feels bad about herself. So she doesn't want to ever be around that. She doesn't want to ever run the risk of having to go to the community pool and have hot girls ruin her day. Would you drop it off if Ronnie gave you a note? It's almost like you would. I'd go um, dropping off this letter. My name's on it, but this is for my wife. She's really upset at people in thongs. So what if your name's on it? She's well, signing sign, that yeah. the Bogans. Not you. Don't have to have a signature. I know. She's signing Brady and Ronnie Bogan, and not necessarily Again, I'm signing. Saying I, I don't um, feel that way, and I would say to Ronnie, you can write that letter, but this, you know, unless it's your own pool, right? This is the reality of it. No. I mean, you're not, you, you know, if but you're devil's start advocate, that, you do have dress codes. All she's trying to do is say, can't take the pool fun away, just no more buttholes. I guess so. I guess if I've never heard of that, condo complexes sure. or. They all have them. What, a dress code? Yeah, but well, sometimes you can't wander around like with topless and things like that. So she's just basically trying to add one more pretty, thing. Yeah, but it's not yeah, like going to a club where it's dressed yeah. to impress. I mean, yeah, it's they, like. They, you know, no you, one goes around yeah. saying, you got to change your right. suit. Devil's advocate. Well, they do sometimes in Scotts so you can't get in if your shoes aren't right or if you're not wearing a button-up shirt. I understand shirt or... that, but I've never heard that. Enough. But, but you know. yeah, okay. I, I hear She's you. basically making it a you're point. You're saying if there is a letter, um, I'm just saying I'm, that letter's not happening. It already has. He's holding it in his hand. Do so you drop it off? I eat the letter. You eat it. And then you just bury the whole thing and act like you've dropped it off? Or do you go back and tell her I didn't do it? Because then you know what's going to happen. No, I, well, I'm telling her I'm not dropping the letter off. Out of spite, I don't think you. I don't think you should. Either. Yeah, but out of spite, now she's going to. Because what is? What do you think that will change? Because she's hearing I liked those butts. From you. Okay, well, there. That's a that. whole other problem. Right. Well, she's got it, or she wouldn't yeah. be writing this letter in the first place. So you have to pick your battle here. I'm with you. I'm just presenting other alternatives. I, I, of what, yeah. You know, the avenues you may be going down, you don't see. Where you tell her, I'm not dropping this letter off. You're crazy. You might need oh, some help. Oh, this is on. how you want our pool to look? This is the neighborhood yeah. you want to live in? Actually, she had a nice, uh, yeah. She had yeah, eight, nice, eight nice asses Said hanging well. around the pool. You're goddamn right I want to live in that. If you'd earn some more money, we could get our own house. <laughs> you could move out of <laughs> condo complex. <laughs> that was perfect, Brady. I like that. Blame her for not pulling her weight. <laughs> and evidently, her ample weight. <laughs> That's that's the angle right there. Look, we have to live in a condo complex because you can't pull any money in. <laughs> we could have our own house and our own pool. No, you get off your more money than you. <laughs> fat cottage cheese ugly ass and get some money. Now she's making more than you. You're on your own. You're in your trouble. Yeah. yeah, that's tough. Here we go. That's a good one, though. Blame her. For not being able to get like you it. out of the situation you're in. And you that means you have to live with thongs. And by the way, they're not living in a condo complex that sounds... It sounds like they're in college with sounds, the thong parties. Yeah, the poolside sounds pretty nice. Where is your condo complex? Email back. Brady and I are going to take a look at this later today. Brett will be in the car <laughs> with the last emailer's mother. <laughs> uh, dear Brady, just found out my mom had an affair 24 years ago. My dad told me he knew about it. I was actually devastated, kind of messed things up for my brain. So I did a little digging. My dad never knew who the guy was. I asked him if he knew. He said, no, I didn't care. I, I'm not sure I do want to know. It's always been a question. Though. 
Oh, I had suspicion for some reason when I heard about the affair that it was with my ex-boyfriend, who my mom liked way too much. He died a few years ago in a swimming accident. I asked his sister what she knew, and she confirmed that it was him. Whoa. Do I tell dad or mom or let this die, Carla? <laughs> so mom came to her and told her. No. My, well, evidently it came. Her dad came to her and said, you know, your, your mother, mother had, had an affair, affair 24 years ago. And she thought, immediately upon hearing it, I know who it was. It was my ex-boyfriend. There was something going on there. Like her suspicions were legitimate. So in her brain, she thought that. Asked her dad, do you want to know who it is? Because I'll do some work. He's like, I, I, he's still spinning. She goes off and asks the sister of the dead guy now, did they ever sleep together? It's and been 24 con- years. She confirmed it. I, I would answer that question if you believe it's going to help your mom and dad's relationship or your dad. You know, if, if 24 years later he is still, uh, you know, I haven't had, uh, you know, if that helps closure with it, I finally know who it is. Right. Because all that's going to do. But what about her going to mom going, I know what you did? Well, there is a reason why her dad told her. And it was the, one, it was you know, her it's boyfriend. I know. Well, that makes it even right. So it's less about. So like, unless you know, I mean, that's probably one that you know he felt empowered to like. I need to tell my daughter. This. He just told her like it's no big deal anymore. But you know what happened, right? And then she got on it. What would you do? I know what you'd do. You'd swallow this and put it in the pile of the other stuff you're never going to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's what Brady would do. Well, no, it's 24 years later. That's what I'm right. saying. It's like, it. It, why it, would yeah. why would you open that back up? And These are those know. moments where Brady's glasses of rose color and just ignore it, it'll go away, are absolutely correct. Yeah. Your boyfriend's already dead. You weren't with him anyway. Your mom whored around with your ex-boyfriend. Okay, you know that now. Put that in your back pocket. And then just put it to rest forever. Your dad's been blocking it for how many years? Yeah. He doesn't need to know it. quarter of a century. Yeah. If it comes are out between decent? them, whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's well. like... If they are, but if he's been miserable this whole time. But you're thinking of him. What about her? This is her mother breaching that kind of trust. Well, there's a whole other thing right. that's going to, I mean, that's something that she's going to, that'll be tough. Can to you ignore Because, like, I can't believe my mom, Yeah. you know, did this to me. If you Dude, found she's out. She's involved. That tort banged one of your girlfriends. I'd have more of a beef with my mom. Right. Than I would, that's know. what I'm saying. Yeah. If you found out Torp nailed one of your girlfriends, and your mom goes, yeah, your father had an affair. Or you did? And then you find out, with my girlfriend? It changes that. I would look at it, too. I'd also, you know, the way to, in a way, to stuff it down or what yeah, have you. is like, yeah, I feel duped. But I can also understand why he wouldn't be volunteering that information. The problem is you're... You figure you you realize that your mom's a whore. <laughs> that's right. At, at that point, I mean, yeah. that's what. And was that the only? Well, you know, so that uh, was it. Yeah. One and done. Yeah. Who knows? But for a quarter of a century ago, your mother was a whore with your boyfriend. <laughs> Brett's not wrong. Can you deal with that? Yeah. Can you bury that, or do you have to say so? That's up to now, you. Now that might be something to go something. back to. You'd um, bury it. Oh, yeah. You know, there's no go. reason to. Yeah. Well, there's a reason. There's no why, reason at this point. Why do you think Dad told her? I don't know. I because no then, do you go back to Dad? I could understand that because now you can have an open 
conversation with Dad more or less about this. Right. When this happened, I think it's how did you, yeah, you guys work it through? Why did you stay? And now I actually know who it was. Yeah. How, how should I react to that? Dad might have told her because occasionally when you bury things for years and years, you know, a little air vent pops out. You know, just a little release valve of like, you know, your mother had an affair. Oh, sorry. You know, he did it because he's always wanted to. Because he's been, he's been yeah, he's eating always, it the whole time. Well, he's, maybe that, with daughter. her he has, yeah. yeah. He's always wanted her to know your perfect mother's not so perfect. Yeah. When we had the, uh, right. when we had troubles in our marriage. Right. It Whether wasn't she, because of me. She may not have but even known that. But that's not always true. She may not have known that they had troubles in their marriage. But a little release valve let loose. He spilled some beans. I think it makes her dad look like a pussy, too. Kind of. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. For tattling? <laughs> yeah. If you're going to eat it, you got to eat right. it. Right. You if both sit down. Yeah, if you make the forgive, you got to do the forgive. Yeah. You got you to gotta eat it. But him popping off and to then, the daughter. And then throwing it back. Seconds, well, yeah. Dad, did you ever have one? Well, well I wouldn't have so. Well, do you want to know that? Do you just like, look, that's you guys. You deal with that. The thing I'd have a problem with is that you dinged your boyfriend. And it sounds like might have killed him, too. My God. Look into this swimming accident. The dude's dead. Swimming accident. Your dad might have killed this guy. That's how he's been dealing with it the whole time. Wouldn't that be awesome if then the next thing she finds out that it wasn't an accident and that dude died? He's wearing cement shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and the dad killed him and got away with that, too. Yeah, your mother had an affair. <laughs> we took care of that. It didn't last long. Christian Butter's got one. Uh oh. Got answers? He's along my lines. What kind of pathetic guy was staying with a broad that would do this to him? At this point, don't do anything. We let the man rot with that cheating whore. <laughs> wow. Okay. No, I didn't email that. <laughs> All right. There is that side. <laughs> 25 years. He made it okay. Well. It's got a little, got a little pent up. It's going to live with you forever. Steam valves came out. It's going to live with you. Because you kept it from the daughter, you might feel like you shouldn't have. And the daughter's looking at you going, you know, mom's just perfect. She's so amazing. And you might have just been having a bad day with your mother and looked at you and went, you know what? Your mom's not so perfect. You have this image of this bitch. And it seems like he might have been having one of those moments where he's like, I can't stifle. Or what if he, you know, his past was he, he went out outside on mom, on your mother, and that's all she knew. Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. And he's by been, the way. He's been the bad guy yeah, the, whole the whole time. Oh, jeez. Just want to let you know. Yeah, oof. I'm not the only one. Your mother was a hooer. <laughs> just like your father was a hooer. Just like you're probably a hooer. I'm not perfect. No, I'm no, I'm no. You know, I can't believe you did that to mom. She's an angel and you're awful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I've been eating this giant <laughs> sandwich my whole life. take it anymore. Your mother banged one of your boyfriends. I killed him in a swimming pool. And now what are you going to do about it? Just find a good guy. Just know this. Everyone's up completely. You don't want to know anybody's history. It's all a mess. So there's that. Sometimes you just have to look at your parents and see them as people. Go, my God, they're flawed, horrible individuals. The indoctrination of TV growing up, uh, you know, especially for girls with the the Prince Charming. No, I've been saying that for years. The is most dangerous thing in the world. Knowing that, you know, if you can go into that the best you can by saying nobody's perfect, 
you got to work things there out. There is no that. such thing as a knight in shining armor. Yeah. The thing that they that we teach little girls from an early age is that the man w- that will sweep you off your feet and he will be perfect. You never find him. We're gross. We're pigs. We're hunters. And you can have multiple soulmates. Yeah, just like your mother. <laughs> she was hunting and got some. Mom's probably pretty jealous of that last emailer that's dinging that 22-year-old. She seems to be into the kinder. Uh, it's 938. You're all a mess. Isn't it great? We're all the same. Uh, there you go. That is what Brady did. It's 98KUP. That was what Brady did. Mm-hmm. It's the Foo Fighters right there. And uh, guess what? Uh, Foo's got themselves a new drummer, by the way. We'll get to that in a second. Wasn't sure they were going to do that. Thought they were just going to change up everything, let Dave drum, but they didn't. Uh, It's time now for the entertainment drills brought to you by our friends at uh, reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And uh, summer is upon us. All your little kids have either just graduated. Congratulations to all you graduates. Uh, and they're off to new uh, adventures somewhere else. What have you done for them as far as, like, letting them be world-prepared? You hovered over them all through elementary school and junior high, picking them up. Nobody's going to come get my angel. Can't even put them on a bus. No one's walking home. Everybody's going to duck my baby. All right, now send them off into the world. You can't be in that pickup line of parents anymore. Do they know what to do? That's what React Defense uh, is specializing in right now, making sure that your kids, daughters especially, are uh, prepared or something going wonky while they're in a new setting. That uh, girl that got stabbed up there, that terrible story is still going on. A bunch of women's groups uh, are brilliantly putting together a you know, walk together app and a website to say, hey, if we're going to take walks, let's do this in bunches. There's no reason to wander around alone anymore. Again, a simple step that makes you a non-victim. Power in numbers is very real. That dude would have never touched that girl on that trail if she had a friend with her. Period. And if she had a friend with her, the way the one girl was fighting, they'd have gotten him. They'd have kicked his ass. Fighting is, uh, you know, the one thing we've got when somebody crazy wants to do harm to us. You just have to know how to do it. And you can get in great shape learning how, I'll tell you that. ReactDefense.com has a rape prevention seminar coming up in July. That airplane seminar they've got coming up here in a couple weeks has been sold out for a while. But if you ever get a chance to do that, that is a cr- You didn't do the airplane with me. No, I've oh, seen it. We, we did the tour of it, but we didn't. they weren't doing so it. So much day. crazy adrenaline in that room. And then, of course, the active shooter thing in ours. They keep you uh, alert and ready in a world that you don't want to think about. A lot of the times, they're constantly thinking about it. And it is something you try to ignore, but sometimes you can't. Do you know what to do if you can't ignore it? ReactDefense.com. They teach you how. Take care of that kid you've been hovering over the last 18 years. Make sure you send him off to college with some skills. Tactical Black's the skill they need. There you go. ReactDefense.com. Brady Entertainment. A homeless man got into Owen Wilson's house in Santa Monica last Tuesday night. Wow. Rummaged around for a while. Ended up in a pair of his pajamas. Owen wasn't home at the time. His assistant came home while the intruder was still there, and the guy took off. Wow. Santa Monica police found him in the neighbor's yard, booked him for felony burglary. He apparently didn't take anything else. Just didn't think he... Hi, Larry. I think he was just looking for someone to share his heart with. <laughs> Larry quoting Owen Wilson. What a beautiful thing. Whack bat. Send it over. Whack bat. Now I do Owen Wilson. It just turns back into Caitlyn Jenner because they're almost the same. 
Hey, everybody, how are you? It's making a little deeper. It's the same voice. A little oh, slower. A little slower, a little deeper. Wow, that's weird. Owen had an issue at this house last summer. Parked his Tesla on the street outside, and somebody stole the rims and tires. There goes the neighborhood. Remember when that happened to you? Put up on cinder blocks? The whole thing. In your neighborhood. Yep. Like you were hidden. I know who did it. <laughs> they put it up on, not cinder blocks. Uh, I thought you said they put it on Landscaping pavers, pavers with oh. those little sleeping Mexicans on them. I know who did this. <laughs> Shannon. I mean, never mind. Hi, John. No, it was, there was some people in the neighborhood doing some reconstruction in their yard. And then a day later, I go outside to my Nissan Armada and all the wheels and tires are gone. Like, what the? F-? And it was propped up on landscape paver blocks. And as we peeled the car off, which was hard to do, by the way, I'm pulling those things out. And I'm like, ah, adios mio. I know who did that. That new landscape crew down the street. We had an NFL legend pass away last, yeah, week, we last Thursday. Jim Brown. It was Friday, wasn't it? We yeah, brought was, it up. It said right. uh, he passed be. away on Thursday oh. of natural causes. No, he was 87. Yeah. NFL Network did all sorts of specials about him this weekend. You look at his stats for, what, nine, eight years. eight, nine it, years? Yeah. Yep. And 12-game season? 1,900 yards in a season. I mean, thinking about what that More guy was eight doing. eight-league rushing title, Crazy. titles, three MVPs. Eight of his nine years, he led the league in rushing. Never missed a game due to an injury. Yeah. NFL was, Network was showing some of those highlights. He just looked like he was toying with guys. He was running when everybody else was walking. It was just different. How many seasons did he play? Nine. Nine. Nine full seasons. Eight of nine years, he, he was He was the Barry Sanders. Yeah. Just yeah. retired at his prime. Yeah, he was, he was pretty remarkable. And I wonder how his whole world would play in this landscape you know back in the activism yeah because jim brown muhammad ali those guys back in the day they caught some heat you know for being activists today you know colin kaepernick tries a similar thing and the world just attacks him would jim brown have been able to i mean with today's internet and scrutiny and stuff i wonder how the muhammad ali's of the world and everything they hated him back then muhammad ali was but I don't think anybody would have liked today. In today's world, John Lennon, Muhammad Ali, and Jim Brown would have been hated by 55% of the country. Like, out and out, never going to give you another chance, hated. And it turns out, in hindsight, Jim Brown, Muhammad Ali, they were right. The whole using public domain characters to make horror movies. Yeah. Like Winnie the Pooh, Two Bambi. More. We got, yeah, Winnie the Pooh, Death House. It's described as a cross between The Strangers and The Purge. The other one is Peter Pan Goes to Hell. It's a slasher movie in in the vein of Psycho. Yes, and Bambi: The Reckoning. Where? Yeah, was that? Is that I one think that might be out or, out or is I don't out? know. But that's a great concept that Bambi goes back and gets the hunters that killed <laughs> killed the mom. Fast Ten did sixty seven and a half million. Family. That's right, big boy. Tell him about family. That's who's done it. Family. You heard him, Groot. Someone, a website ranked all ten Fast and Furiouses. Even. They're even. They're Fast ten actually was number four. Because it's the freshest feeling one. Number one is actually good. Fast and Furious. It's fun. That's number one. It's a good movie. Who's the other guy in it? 
It's Paul Walker and who? Is it James Vanderbeek? I don't remember no, the other guys. One? I don't it remember. I don't Finn remember. And, no, it was just no, Paul. It was Paul. Finn and Vin? Paul. It was Paul just those two. In the, okay, so Paul Walker and him he were the first. He was like the DEA guy or okay. something like that. And then it just grew into this yeah. monstrosity with Helen Mirren and Charlize Theron. And Shows you what working for the DEA is. It turns you to car smuggler. <laughs> Family. That's right, Vin. Well, Johnny Strong was in the first one, too. Oh, that's right. From, from Operator. Operator. Yeah. That's right. Fetty Wap is about to be sentenced for drug dealing. I believe it when you, you are say so it. urban. I believe it when you say it. His lawyers are trying to get a lighter sentence by blaming it on COVID. The uh, reason why he was doing drugs. Uh, the yeah. East Coast pronunciation. Drugs. Wap. Fetty Wap. <laughs> now, is Fetty Wap's last name for wet ass <laughs> or is that just a coincidence? <laughs> is he related to the wet ass <laughs> or no? I would have called him Fetty Wap if Brett wasn't in the room. <laughs> That's, that's his an, cousin. That's an elderly woman, so wet old. Ugh. Uh, yeah, gross. Uh, tomorrow we have more chances for you to win that glorious man cave upgrade from Modelo and Prestige Billiards. Pay attention at 8 o'clock. We'll give you a word to text. Hopefully not as challenging as Vanilla was today for some of you, but did pretty well. Got a lot of people that responded yeah, to that. So you there. just do cat? I mean, <laughs> we, we've hey. done that before, actually. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. when frustration mounts. Oh, cat started, yeah. How does an X involved in that? Uh, but yeah, we'll get one in there tomorrow and you can qualify. Today's qualifier. We'll get a phone call in just a little bit from either uh, Richard uh, Toledo or our friend Ben down the hall and answer your phone if you got a number you don't recognize today. Today's the day to answer it. If you've got some bill collector on your ass, just hang up on him. When it turns out not to be Toledo, it's as simple. You're in control. Uh, that's it. Uh, we're done. Larry's back. Look at that. And Larry's going to have your chances. He's going to explain everything away. Is he giving the money away now? Not yet. When does that happen? Soon? Shortly, John says. He's got that. Uh, hang in there, kid. Well, because he just took his excellent adventure where he goes into the woods and he finds all the money in the pots and then he brings it back. He's Jewish, so he knows where all the gold is hidden. Well, he did the excellent timed right perfectly with his daughter's graduation week. So all yeah. of that uh, leprechaun money he got a lot of extra cash. goes to her. He's got a lot of cash. So Larry will be helping you out in a little bit. His excellent adventures with Toyota are always a treat. We haven't talked to him since he came back. Uh, and Larry, also congratulations to our own Larry McFeely, who has raised a wonderful human being who turned 18 last week and graduated from high school her own self. So, nice job, Tony. I remember when uh, Larry told me he was going to have you, and it feels like yesterday, so that's insane. We're all very old now. Uh, that's it. We're done. Larry McFeely himself coming up next. You guys have yourselves a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow in the morning. Sickness so long. That's right. We'll you later. Bye. Forever. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.